0: Welcome back, kiddies. Insert random Joker bullshit here, and welcome back (laughs) to superhero stuff you should know with me, your old Uncle Joker, and as always, are my co-host Benjamin and Deep Dive Drew.
1: (laughs) Welcome,
2: everyone. This is Ben, and uh, Deep Dive Drew is making faces over there.
0: (laughs) Hi, everybody. uh, Deep Dive.
3: Deep Dive Drew. Everybody on the Keith. (laughs) <laughs> I'm on the case today.
0: Gonna talk about toys. And, you know, it was too much information for just one episode. We quickly re- quickly realized as we started mm-hmm. talking. So, we are back again today to talk about um, the Kenner Batman toy lines. And, of course, I had to bring back my best bud, uh, confidant, and more of an expert on toys than me, Robert Oden Jr. So, thank you for coming back, Robert.
3: Oh, no problem. Welcome back. Welcome Happy back, here. man.
0: And we did you a disservice last time. Uh, we forgot to actually thank you for being on the show in the first place at the end. So yeah. we'll say it to, we'll say it now. We're yeah. going to say it again. He was coming back.
3: Thanks for coming yeah. on. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. The last one and this one. Felt
1: no
0: problem. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to just uh, uh, think so that
3: you, Odin is Odin by the way. You're just That's fine. Thor's dad who disrespected so Odin. Me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. <sighs> So I realized last time after listening to the episode that I went really fast. Um, <laughs> this was my that was my first time hosting, and it felt like I was back in like middle school or high school, like giving a presentation again. And I was like, I need to slow down this time. So now that I know it it's split up in the two episodes, <laughs> I know, I know. But I just felt like for, sometimes I was rushing a little bit. Let's really for behind
3: for behind for people that don't know <laughs> behind the scenes thing, we are like two hours in. We were like, "Where's a break, man?" <laughs> Literally two oh, yeah, hours never in. We're
1: going to get a break. We, we. No, I mean,
3: really behind the scenes, we added that break in the middle after. <laughs> so, yes. But by the yeah, way, Zach, was... real quick, yes. does it feel like making a book report? Cause to me, it does. Whenever you're making the notes it for does. the episode. It does. Yeah. Yeah, and I make a whole
0: presentation too. It's just like I don't know. I feel like I, I'm i feel like i know a lot of stuff but then i get some things wrong but luckily i have my people around me to correct me so i, I don't feel too bad but yeah I'm it confident. just feels uh yes it feels uh it's hard this is hard work so you have my respect <laughs> ben more so than andrew but you you know, well, i know I, that hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> well, a, it was way before any of us <laughs> that's right it's a it lot was of mostly fun movie but, yeah, reviews were, but yes yeah, yeah, they were messaging me like, uh, "Isn't it about time for a break?" I totally didn't see those messages. <laughs> so yeah, we're uh, no breaks. I'll try no, to rem- no. I'll try to work one in this time. <laughs> <sighs> well, as you guys can see, we stopped last time talking about um, Legends of the Dark Knight, which I mistakenly thought was before the Batman Forever toy line. So we actually jumped to like 1998. So we're jumping back now into. The year of our Lord and Savior seal, and seal 1995. Oh yeah, that this song is, holds uh, up, this, is, this is prime 90s time for anybody, and uh, you know you can say that Batman Forever is not a good movie, but I would You'd be, be hard pressed to say that anybody <laughs> in 1995 didn't go ape shit over that movie. It was so popular, and I know mm-hmm. the kids loved it. And because of the kids loving it and, of course, the issues that uh, not only Kenner but uh, McDonald's caused with Batman Returns, the toy lines became much more, I would say, colorful and broad because they wanted the Batman series to become more toyetic in general with Joel Schumacher's next entry. Because, you know, Warner Brothers makes a lot of money off of the merchandise for these movies And, you know, I really enjoy the Batman Returns toy line. Um, But like we talked about, Penguin doesn't really look like Danny DeVito. So obviously (laughs) there were some issues where they were just like, we can't make toys of this. And I know the McDonald's fiasco where it's not really Kenner related, but we know the McDonald's toys. um, They pulled them after the parent backlash for Batman Returns being too dark. So, of course, Mm -hmm. Warner Brothers wanted to go in a more lighthearted direction. And I just feel like that just opened up a whole new playground, no pun intended, uh, for Kenner merchandise for Batman Forever. So let's hop on over here and we will take a look. And this, of course, is some more Logan Wood uh, collage artwork for Batman Forever. And it's already super colorful. Not that the other one wasn't <laughs> yeah. colorful, but this is like insane greens and yellows and just everything is popping out. Um and, Andrew, you asked earlier, and it actually took me a little bit of research to find out the artist's name. I had heard it before, but just researching it, I couldn't find it immediately. But it's Bob Larkin is the artist for much of the Kenner toy line uh, box art that we see These here.
3: The the materials are paint, right? It's like just oh, yeah. regular paint. Oh, yeah. It definitely looks
0: like acrylic paint. And, acrylic, um, yeah. Yeah, I sent you guys a link uh, in our private messages, but... um. It was mm-hmm. like they they were, I think Kenner was actually selling these exclusive premium prints. They were art prints of like the box art for Batman mm-hmm. Returns. And uh, it looks really nice. Like they, the artist did such a good job at capturing the likeness of the actors, but also like creating a very dynamic pose and action oriented kind of mood with these pieces of artwork. It's like this, these are the action figures, but they yeah. are very realistic. They look like real life. So he's combined that kind of real life Batman with the toy itself, which is, I always like that more than just having a photo of the toy, which I don't think I'll get into it, but they did do that with Batman and Robin. There is actually oh. a couple of boxes where the box art either has the illustration by Bob Larkin, or it has the photo of the toy itself, which I would rather have the illustration. it, it it kind of inspires a lot of that, like, childhood imagination more than just, like, a photo of the static toy. Mm-hmm.
3: I like the lower right here with uh, age-appropriate uh, Chris O'Donnell. Chris
0: O'Donnell, yeah. It looks like he's uh,
3: <laughs> about to drink some prune juice or something.
0: <laughs> he's He's got that trendy haircut, and uh, he's got <laughs> his ear pierced. He's ready to... I think that's actually the, the quick-change Dick Grayson, if I'm not wrong. It actually mm. um, had, like, basically, if you... I think it was kind of like that Joker figure from the yeah. Dark Knight collection, yeah, where you can cold water or warm water, whatever it was, would make a, a mask appear on his face, which oh, is no. a cool gimmick. But then again, it's just like the same thing with Joker. After the figure ages, you pretty much just end up with this kind of like fainted mask on his face all the time, <laughs> like Oliver. Yeah, like Oliver Queen in the first couple seasons of Arrow. It's just like he's got some <laughs> running mascara.
2: Will become. Oh yeah. Someone. Something (laughs) else. I do like I do like this Bob Larkin art because it sort of feels like a comic book adaptation of an alternate version of Batman Forever with all these different costumes and and stuff that weren't in the movie. So it's just like I want to read that just to see what the hell happens.
0: Yeah, I love it. It's it's very dynamic and I think it's it definitely catches the eye of the viewer, which is kind of like the way that a lot of comic books are sold. You want to buy it based on the cover. Well, this Mm -hmm. is just like, oh, look at this artwork on the box. Like, it just makes you want to buy it. So good on them and the merchandising. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Awesome. Let's see. Um, So in 1995, uh, for their line coinciding Mm -hmm. with the third film in the Batman franchise, Kenner created all new molds of the key characters and introduced new characters like Riddler and Two-Face from the film. Target had an exclusive line of toys with different paint jobs and alternate packaging. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your perspective, this line is of very little actual worth, and figures are often sold in lots on online auction sites. The most popular and valuable thing to come out of the series is probably the Batmobile, which regularly sells for around $100. So um, Mm. I think that all comes down to people looking back on Batman Forever with maybe negative perspectives. But um, Mm -hmm. as a kid, it just was insane that I wanted all of these toys and I think (laughs) I've talked to you guys before about the fact that Batman Forever was my first theatrical Batman experience it's the first one I saw in theater I was too young before then so I just watched Batman and Batman Returns on VHS but Mm -hmm. it's really cool to me that Kenner they're all new molds they did not Mm. reuse any molds for you know Batman's body based on the Kenner uh like Dark Knight Collection or Batman Returns Collection Keaton figure, which I mm-hmm. we didn't talk about this in the first episode, but the torso is definitely like the Superpowers Batman. I never really thought about it. If you look at the torso for Keaton and the torso mm-hmm. for the Superpowers one, um, mm-hmm. other than the belt sculpt, they're very very similar. So these were like some of the first new molds for Batman as far as the Kenner line goes, and it wasn't always the same Batman either. You had different. Uh, poses sculpt for them and uh, some of them like it wasn't just like a variation as far as a paint job some of them had like action features like uh, binoculars that popped up out of the shoulder uh, or things like that and there was even like a movie accurate sculpt for the panther suit mm-hmm. as well as the like sonar suit for the end of the movie so there was a lot of different sculpts for these characters. Two-Face I think gets the shaft, he only gets one mold and he only has two figures, like two different paint jobs. Riddler has, I think, two different sculpts and four different paint jobs, uh, four or five across the uh, across the field as far as his his figure goes. And I think there's Let's like Dick Grayson it. and Robin, He's yeah, the bigger draw of the villains. Yeah, he certainly is more toyetic, uh, as we talked about before. Like Jim Carrey is kind of like a living action figure in the film, right, so I feel like he right. he draws a lot more attention from kids. I know I was really excited as a kid seeing the trailer and knowing that he was going to be in the movie. You guys like
3: Jim Carrey. I was, I've always been a huge fan of him and it's like some people think he's just too much or, you know, it's just stupid slapstick comedy, but you gotta remember our age group. Like I was, you know, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. I don't know. Like during the nineties, when Mm -hmm. these movies are coming out, he's a living Looney tunes cartoon. I fucking loved Jim Carrey and then he and then he's in a fucking Batman movie. It was just mm-hmm. it was the best.
0: Yeah. I loved him as a kid too because of like, you know, Jim Car- uh Ace Ventura and the Mask and all that stuff. So it was just yeah. like I was going insane that he was going to be in the movie.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. He had he was on a roll this time. Up until his first snag was The Truman Show, I think. And people like that movie too, but it was a little bit like... I don't know. It was like when Will Smith did Wild Wild West. But maybe not as bad, but you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> definitely not as bad, but I think it's a tonal <laughs> shift for him. Yeah, he was uh, definitely and I love trying the Truman Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Truman yeah. Show's all right. Did any of you guys have any of these figures growing up?
2: Um, I did have the Riddler where he can trap your mind.
0: Yeah, like uh, the brain drain uh, helmet?
2: Yeah, the, the YouTube one. You can barely see it on on the art here you might have other pictures of it but yeah i I, I had that one um i think i wanted a 2 Face one the closest i had was the like small plastic figurine where he's still in the arkham straight jacket and he's hiding behind Arkham asylum which is like alluding to the opening that was cut of him Mm -hmm. like leaving the asylum so that was cool but that's the closest that i got for that and then i mentioned this in the last one but uh my quick change batman was not keaton it was kilmer Mm-hmm. So I had a Kilmer in the quick change Batman, which is also one of the weirdest Batman suits you could turn into for quick change because he's like all armored up with like green highlights on his yeah, shoulders. Yeah, blue he's got like and green, red. Yeah, he's got like a green um, wings that come mm-hmm. out. So I'm like,
0: eh, this isn't
2: quite what I wanted, but eh, it's still Batman. So this is cool. On it, yeah. I don't he think certainly I had any is strange.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't you, have Robert? any of the Robins. No battlefields. What was that? What about you, Robert? I think you told me that you didn't ever—you never had any of these figures, or you just didn't have very many of them.
4: No, I think I maybe had Two Face at one point. I wanted the Quick Change Robin, um, but I was never yeah. able to find him in the store. At this point, I think I had really got into um, Spider-Man and X-Men, Um mm. just, mm-hmm. this was close to you know that that time period when they were really hot um, cartoons on TV. So I think that's it kind of drew me away from this stuff into that. Oh this yeah, definitely
3: 95, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: I, yeah. I think I'm similar to Robert. I was probably on the X-Men train and the, the power Rangers train too, honestly, oh, yeah. at this point.
4: I don't know how I forgot about that. Yeah. I was, <laughs> <Power> yeah, Rangers. <laughs>
3: dude. Yeah. It was, it was just so big for a while. You couldn't find toys for that shit for a while. So oh, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, I, I, and also, this movie, I mean, I liked it as a kid, but I I didn't like the designs as much. I mean, I like Jim Carrey, but I, even as a kid, I didn't like the Batmobile. I didn't like the Bat suit as much. Mm-hmm. So, it just didn't draw me as much as the other toys did.
0: You know, talking about Power Rangers, I did do some customization of a Halloween costume because I had a Green Ranger suit. But Batman Forever was coming up and I was obsessed with the Riddler. So I turned (laughs) that green costume inside out and took a Sharpie and drew question marks all over it. And of course I was disappointed to find out that they bled through. So I ruined my Green Ranger costume and I did end up getting like a Jim Carrey costume for Halloween. So all of that for nothing. But I was customizing a Green Ranger suit inside out just to be the Riddler.
3: Speaking of this, I did wear... For Halloween this year the green Jim Carrey Riddler suit but I remember even though I was like 10 or 11 and I wasn't a chubby kid but it's like this fully <laughs> leotard looking thing and oh, I remember yeah. being self-conscious about it uh even at that age
0: I thought you meant this year when you said this year. I thought you meant like two thousand twenty Halloween. No, 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 uh, no. 21. no, no, no. 21, yeah. <laughs>
3: in ninety five. In ninety five. Okay. <laughs> Halloween of ninety five. Because we went. Oh, yeah. there, there was a Halloween thing at school. I remember we mm-hmm. went to and I wore that and it was, it was just like I don't know. I, I didn't feel great about it.
0: <laughs> I remember. I remember some kid crushed my plastic Riddler hat. I was so Rolf. pissed. It was at a Halloween party and i remember hocus pocus all the kids were watching hocus pocus on tv and i just remember the hat was really like flimsy already but i remember some mm-hmm. kid like just smashing the top of it i was so mad you Should have just so, beat him up. with a
2: riddler cane i
0: i had the plastic cane i should have oh nice Love so here's <laughs> so here's some artwork uh some advertisement artwork of some of the different figures So this Mm -hmm. is the Riddler figure um, for our YouTube viewers. I know these, I'm sorry to our podcast listeners because I feel like this episode and the last one are very visual uh, heavy Mm -hmm. just because we are looking at so many figures. But um, yeah, we'll try to describe describe them to you. Yeah, Brain Drain Riddler is kind of in the classic Riddler costume that Carrie has in the film, but he has a television, a mini television strapped to his chest and he's got like these, kind of like knee braces and elbow braces on and a backpack. He's holding a, he's holding like a lever on his elbow and he has a silver backpack with like this kind of like the brain drain helmet from the film on a big metal arm that'll swing forward uh, to go over top of people's heads. It's kind of this like band with goggles on it. So he was one of my first Riddler figures. And I remember like right after I got him taking him to Applebee's, (laughs) you know, <laughs> someplace i'd never go i would never go now but uh i remember playing I loved, with him and i loved it
3: growing up man i loved applebee's growing up dude how like, our oh, tastes we are, have
0: changed we are out yes. to eat tonight baby <laughs> <laughs> this, this right there
2: also what's cool is that he's it's almost like he's got the portable version of the box
1: in a yeah. way to, uh, to drain yeah.
2: the brains and he's also got the pairing of the hat with the leotard version, which is not version of the costume, which is not how he wore it in the movie. In the movie, he's usually, yeah, the leotard with just the hair. He's only usually wearing the hat with the uh, business suit Riddler look. So, yes, he only a nice has a compromise.
0: Yeah, he only has that bowler hat on. I'm gonna say, I've seen the movie a bunch of times. I think he's mm-hmm. only got it on for two scenes.
1: Yep, I yeah. think mm-hmm. that's when you
0: first see him in the Riddler costume, and then whenever they go into Wayne Manor on Halloween night. When he's outside, he has it on. And I think that's it. Also, so it's weird. Also with the
2: um, the diamonds, where he says, here's a good oh, one. Oh, that's and right. And Two-Face has yep. the huge one. Yeah, and he's like, here is a good one.
0: <laughs> yep, that's right. It's very brief. It's like a, mm-hmm. such a visual, I would say like a key component of the Riddler's costume that he was advertised <laughs> like that a lot, but did not have it on all the time.
2: Yeah, he's you've mostly in got,
0: the gotard. Yeah, you've also got the uh, first Two-Face figure, which is very accurate to the film. Uh, Pretty Mm. good likeness of Tommy Lee Jones, other than the good half having brown hair. But he's got kind of this machine gun-like triple blaster-type thing, so you can set it up on two legs around, uh, you know, next to him and fire off these three like projectiles. Um, He also—it's not pictured here—but he came with his coin, which was aluminum, Mm. and I loved that Mm. coin as a kid. I used to play with it all the time because I loved the sound that it made. It was like. You know, it felt pretty accurate to the movie to have, like, mm-hmm. a coin that was, you know, the actual size. It was much bigger than him. And I told you guys I used to recreate Penguin's death in the bathtub. I did Two-Faces, too. <laughs> I would, like, stand him up sense, on, yeah. like, something really tall. You know, he's falling in the water. And I would kind of do that thing, you know, where Batman's tossing <laughs> up some coins and he falls awesome. off. Yeah, I don't know this, why. Villain's coin. deaths yeah. were always very epic to me in those movies. <laughs>
2: so did you drain the bathtub and then do joker's death by just dropping him into the bathtub no
0: i did not tell you guys about that was ace chemical bro no i so the first figure i had that joker toy biz one i scraped Mm -hmm. the face off of it uh i was so rough with it as a kid we had a fireplace Mm -hmm. and i would just Mm -hmm. pretend the fireplace was the edge of the building i would just scrape him on down as he was falling (laughs) like because i thought like well this is realistic so, I, of course, I got another one later, but as a kid, I was, you know, yeah. it was stupid. And then I looked at it later, it's like, I, I got sad because his face was scraped off. But God I was pretty it. rough with that joker. should make real, these tougher. <laughs> not to keep Nobody the water theme. What if he
2: uses the fireplace? <laughs> not to That's keep the, right.
3: my water theme going, but this Hydro Claw Robin is really cool looking, too. It looks like he's got, like, yellow wings. That should, should be but it should be maybe he's tanks or something. And he has like Mm -hmm. this full face mask with a hose or some shit. That's cool. I'm I'm
0: Uh, glad you mentioned him, uh, Andrew. We are going to look at him closer because he's one of my favorite figures from this line. I really really had a thing for the like aquatic figures. There is like a, another kind of deep dive Batman. I swear it's called Manta Batman or something. And he's turquoise Mm. and green. I don't know if I have a picture of him specifically. He was one of my favorites, but I love this, uh, hydro claw robin because of that cool kind of like yellow uh it's like a jet pack but it's for under the water it's got like yellow fins on the back he's got mm-hmm. his kind of uh rebreather like scuba gear on the front and he's got this cool projectile claw like apparatus that he's got here and his uh his suit actually does have fins on it like fins on the gloves and the boots so i always thought he was really cool then you kind of have these what to me i had these figures but they weren't my favorite batman ones they're very i don't i don't want to say like innocuous figures but they don't look anything like batman in the movie you have blast cape batman and night hunter batman that's the one with the binoculars that fly (laughs) out of his shoulders they just are they're very weird looking to me and Mm. they have unique sculpts but they just don't stand out to me as being ones that i i loved as a kid
3: Blast Cape Batman to me looks like
0: right here that we're looking
3: at. It looks kinda like they're trying to be Keaton, sorta, but a lot more buff. I don't know. The cape's (laughs) different and the yellow's different, but mm -hmm. it looks more Keatony.
0: He's got a black suit, but the it looks like it's based off some of the prototype sculpts of the Batman Forever suit I've seen. Uh that's like you can see like the grey sculpts with Keaton's cast and stuff when they were you talked about it Ben yeah. recently with your batman 3 myths but um mm. yeah it's like the red uh, sorry the sculpted parts of his musculature on his black suit are red so he's got kind of these red details Weird. and like a yellow yeah. cape with like plastic but also fabric combinations and uh night hunter batman is black and yellow with like a translucent <laughs> glider type thing going on so yeah
4: they're I not keep, my favorites I but I staring uh, at that thing cuz it 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 just looks insane it looks like he it has looks two busy. arms that are like um, Scarecrow from Arkham's like hands coming <laughs> up. Yeah, I'm like, yes. what are
0: those really things? <laughs> I think they're just sights. He's ready to cut some bad guys in half. claw criminals.
3: <laughs> this must have been taken from some I other so. mold
0: or something. This is just,
3: yeah. just kind of off. It's
0: it's more for the, the, Legends of the, for Dark the audio
3: <laughs> listener, they look like these little gray plastic jagged but humongous scythe scythe looking things humongous green claws yeah
0: yeah 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 Yeah, they um i'm sure those accessories were reused from something else yeah definitely it's like this is definitely not in the movie
2: (laughs) (laughs) i know how to take care of two-face and riddler
0: (laughs) (laughs) here's some other figures um i love this talking riddler figure they actually had two of them this one, of course, looks like the Vegas Riddler of the finale of the film with his mm-hmm. silver sequin suit. Vegas uh, Riddler. It is Vegas Riddler. That's what <laughs> that's what I'm going to call him. And then they also had the same body but a different head sculpt. Basically, they just like flattened out the hair for his buzz cut. And it's like the what I would say is the most movie accurate Riddler figure. There was another talking Riddler that was like just you know the screaming green like tights bodysuit. Mm-hmm with black question marks and the uh, flat top hairs. So I've actually got him. He was part of um, a two pack. So he's not a talking riddler like this one, but they use the same body for the sculpt. So These yeah, vehicle designs, cool.
3: man, it's this, this whole like HR Giger thing. Yeah. Like I just cannot get over it. And as a kid, I just did not respond to this at all. And I'm still the same way. I like, I like they... Giger with alien and shit, but with the, this kind of stuff, this, or a Giger-inspired, rather, whatever. It it yes, makes Batman yeah.
4: look more of like an accessory, and the jet yes. thing is like an yeah. actual figure. It's really Dude. imposing. <laughs> it's maybe in it a, a UFO, much. like
3: a UFO alien toy, maybe, but the Batman thing, no, it's just a no.
0: For yeah, Batman. I don't, I don't like these uh, ancillary vehicles. So they're not really the Bat Wing, and they're not mm. the Batmobile or the Batboat. They're just like these kind a of random yeah random vehicles Glider. and jet packs and gliders mm. and they you know we talked about uh or at least i can't remember if you guys talked about it with batman and robin but i know that they when they were making the toys they made them so far ahead of time that they were taking the uh concept art for the film and basing a lot of the action figures and vehicles oh, off of yeah, that, that happened so lot, i wonder I if mm. i wonder if the same thing happened for batman forever because It does have that Giger inspired look, but they, you know, it certainly isn't a a vehicle that appears on film. So they are just kind of these random vehicles. And of course this is another ad we're looking at and we Mm -hmm. still don't have like a film, uh, accurate Batman, which these are really cool, but it it did bother me as a kid when I would go to the store and like, look at these, I had a bunch of Batman forever figures, but it was like, why can't I just find Batman in that black costume that's yeah know uh, that's what I wanted right, you know um right, right yeah so they're they're cool and all but it, I would say Batman even though there's a lot more variants is and going even further variants of the sculpts and the paint jobs mm-hmm. but he is probably the least interesting figure out of this line uh because you have like new villains and you've got like a new mm-hmm. robin so Batman they took so many liberties with his look that it just was it made him less interesting, I think. They is should have this, stuck with more realistic ones.
3: This one, this Recon Hunter one, is that like a trench coat, or is that part of the ship that's over It's that's like a strap-in? I
0: right think the it's shoulder? part of the, like, chest plate, like that you're strapping mm-hmm. that big-ass glider thing onto him. It, okay. it looks like an Independence Day vehicle know, Dude, yeah. it's
3: just oh man i just don't we will like not it. go into the night like yeah. Bat-
0: batman is gonna die strapped to that thing <laughs> yeah if anything goes wrong it is humongous i don't <laughs> I know what kind to... of jet fuel, jet fuel it takes to run it
3: straight up as taint that's what it
0: looks like <laughs> <thing takes> off. <laughs> yeah so,
2: so these definitely wanna... look like yeah it definitely looks like a batman versus aliens thing
0: yeah it's very batman versus bizarre aliens, yeah Hey, let's remember that. That's going to be a new one. Well, there is that comic book. uh, We covered uh, that shit. (laughs) Spinoff. Yeah, that's right. I made a couple
4: of sets of of
0: that.
3: Oh, yeah. I do remember that, actually. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That whole deal. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about.
0: I I want a Batman Independence Day crossover, so I'm going to stick with that one. (laughs) Jeff Goldblum, Will Smith, uh, Bill Kilmer, you know, Chris O'Donnell. Let's do it. It's so around the same time so my period, favorite, too, so it works. Yeah, the movie holds yeah, up, too. That's true.
3: Well, both these do, but Independence Day surprisingly holds up really well, I
0: think. So I did want to point these two out. These are my favorite figures from the toy line. So we already talked about Hydro Assault. Why did I wrote Hydro Assault? I was wrong. Hydro Claw Robin and um, mm. Neon Armor Batman. So other than the villains like Two-Face and Riddler, because I loved mm. them as a kid, These are my two favorite figures from the line uh, of toys. And the neon armor Batman one, I do admit, looks insane. It is, to me, like what people most associate negatively with Batman Forever is like, ooh, the neon knights and stuff like that. He literally Mm -hmm. has neon armor. (laughs) But if you take that off, it is is the um, sonar suit, but it's black. And the Mm -hmm. musculature is translucent dark blue. So I really like the way that he looks with it off. Uh, but I really remember this figure because um, I don't, I never told you guys this, but I had like a, a blood disorder as a kid. So my mom had to take mm-hmm. me to uh, Duke hospital in North Carolina uh, once a month to get like these tests done. And every time we would go, like it was always a traumatic experience, but I do remember one time she gave me this Batman, like before we went there. So I did have like one moment of like happy feelings, like looking at it in the box mm-hmm. and playing with it. But it was like, oh, I'm gonna have to go and get something like bad, done, like needle stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, this was like at least one good memory I had from that. So these two figures mm-hmm. are are definitely my favorite from the line, um, even yeah, though mixed, that's not uh, the mixed most film accurate Batman. <clears throat> I do, yeah, he's he's really yeah. cool. I did lose some of his armor, but I, I still like the figure underneath. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's cool. Here. I like him too. Here's our quick change Bruce th- Wayne that Ben was talking y- about.
2: Yeah, you would think that this
0: is the first considering go the ahead, fact
2: ben. that yeah, you would think that considering the fact that there's a you know the regular suit that they call the Panther suit and then the sonar suit at the end, that would have led to at least some version of either one. So it's weird that the closest you've got to the sonar suit is this neon armor one. <laughs> once you take the neon off, and then there's yeah. not really a version with the quote-unquote yeah. panther suit so i'm like this is strange that's why you know people are i don't I, i'm trying to remember the company that did it but they recently came up with a robert might know this like the there's like a maybe it's hot toys film accurate humor. oh yeah film accurate like, yeah, batman i thought it was dc like, select oh, yeah okay. and i'm like i i think like that one people are are not only going crazy over it because of you know just Batman Forever being more accepted, but also because, as we can see, there wasn't really anything like that at that time. You know, we had yeah, we Robert, had this instead.
0: Yeah, Robert, what was the... It wasn't Hot Toys. There is a smaller figure. I never got him because he, he never came out in stores, and he got so freaking expensive that I never bought him online, but they did do a Panther suit,
4: oh, uh, Kilmer Batman. It was... Batman. Um, it was... Mattel made it. It's not DC superheroes, but it's oh, it's DC Multiverse. Um, they, DC Multiverse. They did yeah. They the Linda Carter and um, the TV version of the Flash, and I think mm-hmm. they did a Penguin, maybe that was in that same scale. It was, yeah, it was actually right looks like when Danny they DeVito were about to lose that license. they, they were doing the best mm-hmm. stuff that they had done in years right before they they lost that license it was a real shame
0: yeah it really bothered me that i never got it because i was like oh i really wish i did have them because yeah ben i I was wrong earlier for some reason i thought they did have a panther suit batman but they did not they did have a film accurate Mm -hmm. um sonar suit but it was part of a double pack it's like the guardians of gotham pack with a pretty film accurate robin as well he uh Mm -hmm. The only difference for that one is that they both have plastic capes. They don't have fabric ones. And Robin's Hmm. plastic cape is like a solid gold. It isn't black on the outside and gold on the inside, which that's the only real thing that bothered me. Otherwise, he's pretty close. And if you look at some of the other Robin figures from the line, his outfit and mask looks a little closer to some of the concept art for Robin's costume. So I can tell they definitely are... Sculpted off of some earlier designs that didn't quite make it to the film, so they're very subtle. But yeah, this this quick change Bruce Wayne, and I put it in my notes too. Um, it's the first one they did that was not like one that you slide a hollow mask on top of. He is like the uh, the shadow figure where you shove his head down, and this <laughs> yeah. the head, the head and mask and cowl and torso are all mm-hmm. one solid plastic piece that you're clipping on over his mm-hmm. headless body. So it's really <laughs> weird. It never bothered me as a kid, but it, I do like the other ones where you're like sliding the mask over a solid head. It feels a little bit yeah. more realistic.
2: Yeah, I hear you on this. But yeah, this was this was my Batman figure as a kid. Um, yeah. And it's it's interesting because of just how different the colors are. As we can see yeah. in the youtube version it also seems like the these pictures the the colors are a little different the there's the armor is a little bit more blue uh and there's reds as opposed to greens uh in here you know and then yeah so yeah you can see that with this and then for some reason uh oh. kilmer's bruce wayne has like is that like red cuffs or something as opposed to green yeah. ones and the oh, uh, and the action figure i guess it's one of the it's a target,
4: target exclusive colors, yeah looks like uh,
2: yeah it. it's a it. it's yeah. a target
0: exclusive you can see that on the mm-hmm. bottom corner and instead of having the bob larkin uh, illustration they just have the batman forever poster so yeah the the colors are well, slightly different
2: well for the, the figure i must have gotten the target exclusive because i grew up with the one that's on the right on the for the youtube yeah. viewers i'm i grew up with that one in terms of those colors i'm not recognizing the one on the left
0: that yeah the i um figure? we didn't have a it does. We didn't have a Target near us for a long time growing up, so I usually got mm-hmm. toys at Walmart or something. But um yeah, I had the one with the red cuffs. If you even look at the one in the Target yeah. exclusive box, that Bruce Wayne's hair is lighter. It probably looks a yeah. little bit more like Val Kilmer. So Yeah. Yeah, there, that's what there, I was there's some say. Yeah. yeah, there's some slightly different colors uh, on the paint job, but that's pretty much what the Target exclusives were. They were just slightly different. I think the Brain Drain Riddler had a paint variation where his suit was almost like a metallic mint green and his black, hmm. his black, uh, basically the black designs on him were silver. But they did do another brain, uh, brain Drain Riddler, the exact same figure, but another repaint, Kenner did, which they just reversed the colors. So everything that was black is green and everything that was green is black. So I have both I of those like figures, that. but they're... Uh, yeah. <laughs> They're both kind of cool, but yeah, it's weird that they mm-hmm. just did a repaint and mm-hmm. used that. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And I did make it, yeah. my, I said in my notes that this is the same gimmick that they used for the Alec Baldwin shadow figures. So mm-hmm. it seemed like they did that for a uh, quite a few figures at the time. I mean, looks it's a
2: great—it's a great design. It's a great gimmick. It's a great idea. Uh, I think it's interesting. I grew up with the Target exclusive. Now I didn't realize that, <laughs> but looking yeah. at these, I'm like, yeah, that's definitely—that's definitely the one I grew up with.
3: Does he have red hair?
2: Yeah, he has brownish yeah, hair, which makes sense because Kilmer's hair is lighter. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah. It looks like assless chaps.
4: <laughs> the
2: armor on
3: his legs. Wait, what? Well, that's
4: oh. how that he's talking about was. the blue armor. Like I mentioned I before, yep. that Superman, that it, it doesn't clasp at the back. It's just like you're just getting yep. a front forward showing. Like, set you got to protect up. the yep. side of your leg real see, good.
2: see some jeans. Don't let that Everything fly is protected by. except for the, my inner thighs. You <laughs> <laughs> better not that's, go for the inner thighs. That's right. you got to watch those femoral I mean.
0: arteries, Batman. <laughs> I know.
3: Dude, w- growing up at this time, we, I didn't even we didn't even have Target where I was growing up at this time.
0: Yeah, me neither. Yeah,
3: that didn't that didn't reach the south just yet.
0: I don't think so, yeah. I yeah. don't remember it as a kid very much. Late uh, these 90s, are some maybe. Of, yeah. These are some of the vehicles for Batman Forever. So, of course, we have the Batmobile mm-hmm. and the Batboat. And it looks like this Batmobile transforms. It's three vehicles in one. So you can transform oh, it into damn. the Batboat and the Batwing. I actually remember having a Batwing that the wings could clip off of and it turned into the Batboat. But it was like a harder plastic. I don't I don't remember it being like the Batmobile they have down there, but um, you also have this, they had a couple of these kind of Mighty Max uh, play sets where it was like a I had one of Batman's head and one of Riddler's head that you could open up and it had like the figures inside of it like the little Mighty Max tiny figures but this one is mm-hmm. the Batmobile and if you open it up it looks like it is the uh, maybe the Riddler's lair inside I kind of see a big brain drain thing going on um i can't tell exactly the riddler one i remember was his layer inside and the mm. batman one was the Batcave cave inside and that one came with yeah. two-face yeah they also had some walkie-talkies cool, I yeah loved it. yeah yeah i remember having the walkie-talkies of riddler and batman's heads too uh so yeah they had they really got the they got their money's worth as far as the imagery and licensing of these people's likenesses like batman and riddler mm-hmm. um Something, too, that I don't think I have a picture of it, but for some of the artwork, merchandising-wise, I remember they had it on birthday plates because it was one year for my birthday, and also for, like, school supplies. They reused the artwork for The Killing Joke, and they actually—I don't know if Brian Boland did it or someone—another artist just kind of traced on top of it, but they replaced The the Joker with Riddler— so if you see like some of this artwork, it's like Batman holding up Riddler like by his suit, and Riddler's hands oh, are kind of like this on the side, and he's looking at Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll have to show you guys later, because it is interesting to look at, because uh, mm-hmm. I have a plate with that artwork on it in here, but it's clearly Joker. They just put Riddler's hat on top and made him flesh-colored and changed his outfit, and they made Batman oh. look like Val Kilmer's suit. But it's the exact same pose from like some of the it might be either a killing joke panel or some artwork for the killing joke. Uh, but I always thought that was kind of interesting that they did that.
2: Yeah. Send those over to me, Zach, so I can like see if I can put that together for uh, an image in the, in the notes or for our Instagram.
0: Yeah. It's really interesting. It's something I I forgot to mention in here. Um, not Bob Larkin, but it definitely is like a, a clear ripoff Mm -hmm. from the Brian Bolin killing (laughs) joke stuff. So Mm
1: -hmm.
0: also, uh, last time we talked about the fact that this Batman, uh, Wayne Manor Batcave command center was reused over and over again. Well, here's our mm-hmm. Batman River <laughs> version that actually has a green interior to the Bat Vault, and you can see uh, Val Kilmer snapped in his belt, snapped against the wall there. You spin mm-hmm. him around, you can put Batman in there, so he's he's changing quickly. You got Hydro Claw Robin. Mm-hmm. Up on the top there. I don't know how he's managing to get he's up the stairs with he that. Go. He is. He's not <laughs> even near the water. He's gotta walk up the stairs and that shit. Bumping <laughs> his his little jetpack thing around. Alfred's I'm sure he's mad at him. He's like,
2: I gotta he die s- from the second floor though.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> under the hard concrete. And uh, in the, <laughs> the Batcave command in the Batcave Command Center, they actually have some stickers of uh Riddler and Two Face. Hard to mm. see in this imagery, but uh I like how the box art all has this consistent theme. It's like they they picked a color spectrum for each toy line. So like Mm -hmm. Batman Returns is kind of like purple and blue. I think the Dark Knight collection is more like magenta and reds or magenta and blue. It's like slightly different, a lot more magenta to me. And then of course, when we get to Batman and Robin, it's gonna be a lot of red. Uh, So for Mm -hmm. Batman Forever, this is like a spectrum of yellow, green, and blue. It's like they're utilizing those logo colors for the Mm -hmm. uh, box art, which I think is kind of interesting.
2: Yeah. No, it fits. It's smart.
0: This is something I was envious of. Um, never had it as a kid. It is enormous, Whoa. but it is the Batman Forever Batcave set. Look at how small this child is on the <laughs> far left of this picture. Like You would already have to have a pretty big room to set mm-hmm. this shit up in. So for the, you, the uh, listeners for our podcast, there's like three platforms that this Batcave is made up of. So... You've got a platform for the Batmobile. you got stairs going up to a separate platform that looks like it has some kind of bear trap. And then I mean, you have another platform going up where he's got his computers and shit. And you've got these kind of archways built in there with a zip line. Um, it's just insane. It's, it's huge. This is crazy.
1: Uh, Jeez.
0: Yeah. I never would have had the room for this as a kid. And I don't know, like, this is for... Richie Rich or something, because this is like <laughs> enormous. But it yeah, looks awesome devoted just for this. Slightly yeah.
3: before you guys' time. It was a little bit before my time, a little bit, but the uh, G.I. Joe aircraft carrier toy. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Mm-hmm. That thing was fucking humongous. Yeah. This reminds me of that. I didn't know this yeah, existed. A, this is crazy.
0: It's impressive. I never saw it as a kid either. I doubt mm-hmm. that my parents would have bought it for me, but it's uh Seeing it later, I've seen it in a commercial, but it is really insane. It's something that I would have loved to have played with, but mm-hmm. just the fact that like you'd have to have room for it is pretty. Uh, it's like, are you a kid? Pretty kid with crazy. Foot table. I think so. <laughs> yeah. a, thing for you
3: after after a while. I think I want to say this in the last episode, but I, I don't think I was too much of a playset kid. I like the vehicles. Mm-hmm. I like the action figures, but I think for the playset, well, a they were just like way expensive, and then mm-hmm. b yeah. You know, that's, this is what Legos were for. You can incorporate your Legos to mm-hmm. make whatever Batcave or whatever you wanted, you know? So, just I really didn't, didn't
2: need them, really. them either. Yeah. 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 I didn't the have main, them. I
0: think it was just action figures and the world was your playset. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. The one I remember having a lot was the Batcave Command Center, and I liked that it could fold up and you could put it somewhere out of the way. I remember having my grandpa that collected stuff had like this castle playset that was for some other thing. It wasn't Castle Grayskull. It was just kind of a, a random knight's castle. And sometimes I would pretend that was like Penguin's Lair because it had a moat and kind of like a yeah. dungeon-type area, yeah, and it was stone. Cool. So I was like, oh, you know, you can use your imagination and really play around with this. So I, it's cool that they made it, but it's also, you know, if you don't have the money for it, kids have imagination, so you can really use yeah. anything.
3: It's It yeah, also, like... It's I don't know. It's a little bit bare bones, uh, even though it's kind of it's huge. But at the same time, not much to it. I don't know.
2: Yeah, well, it's also like if you get the Batcave, but you don't get the figures, you're not gonna like that. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> yeah. so you got the Batcave. You have Batman. No, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I'd rather have the figures and no playset than the playset and no figures. Yeah. This is this yeah, is all too.
3: about the zip line too. Really. Oh yeah. You could just get the get another get a zip line from something else. Yeah. You know. Attach a string
2: yeah. from one part of your house to the next, yeah. and just have that and go through that. You don't need to buy this for two hundred dollars and have a twelve foot table in order to have this bat cave. Speaking of yeah.
3: speaking of doing shit outside of the playset, real quick, this is going to relate. But whenever we saw we saw Demolition Man, you guys ever seen that? Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, they they cryogenically freeze. So if me and my brothers went through this whole phase of freezing our toys <laughs> me the action too. figures in the in a cup or something and be like, oh shit, it's I didn't say shit probably. Oh man, it's cryogenically <laughs> frozen. Batman. I
0: did the same thing, Andrew. Did I you? broke a glass cup doing that one time. Oh right. I, I, remember, I figured out to only do it in plastic because I would thaw them <laughs> out too. Yeah. I wanted to like thaw them out so I'd put a I would use Mr. Freeze. Like I would make it yeah. like he's freezing characters. So I remember thawing them out and breaking a glass cup with that. But uh, I used to have um, one of those Red wa- uh, Red Rider wagons. Is that right? Yeah. Or a radio flyer wagons.
3: Yeah. And yeah, I, it yeah. Would,
0: I would just fill it with water outside. And when it snowed, I would like put action figures partway in the water. And then I'd go out there the next day when everything was frozen. And I'd have Mr. Freeze like stomping around on the ice. And there'd be like half frozen Batman and Robin's. <laughs> in there so it was kind of like a i'd make my own playset with that
3: was it was it from demolition man though or was it was just from mr freeze thinking no of mr. mine freeze. was just
0: mr freeze stuff i don't think i ever had any demolition man action figures
3: i didn't have the toys but we i just remember loving the movie and yeah <laughs> it was probably too young for it but i was like oh shit we can freeze our toys let's do
1: it you <laughs> <know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> well we have talked enough about batman forever it's time to move on to Batman Total Justice. Oh, shit. So, Man. after um, 10 years of exclusively, almost exclusively producing Batman action figures, Kenner decided to get to get back in the uh, broader DC universe with Batman Total Justice in 1996. That's right. Even their all-inclusive DC properties now bore Batman titles. Only 14 figures were released, two of which were Batman... Before the series was discontinued due to overwhelming consumer indifference, limited <laughs> checklist coupled with limited interest makes this set incredibly easy to assemble, and the entire series can often be purchased at once for less than one hundred dollars. So, um, this is nice. Twenty years too early, I think. I think so <laughs>
2: because people don't care about the other characters right now.
0: Yeah, me and uh, me and Robert were talking about this when I told him we were going to do this episode. And Robert, this is the Darkseid action figure I had as a kid. He has like this weird claw thing on his gauntlet that uh, I really remember. And I didn't even know who Darkseid was
4: at the time, (laughs) but I thought he
0: looked cool. So I had Darkseid, I had this Batman and Robin, and I had the uh, Aquaman that has the harpoon hook. So these are all very um, comic book sculpts. They are very dynamic looking. It's kind of like Batman... Uh, the legends of Batman figures, mm-hmm. where they're very yeah. like, I like their poses. They they had a hard time standing up compared to some of the other figures, but I like that they're kind of like, they all have this really wide kind of wrestler stance. Mm.
3: Who's a purple mohawk dude? Uh, on, on is brown?
1: that Despero?
0: I, I think that's Despero. Oh, Despero, yeah. Despero. 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 Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got a Huntress figure in there, Andrew. You ought to be I excited. I see that. I see There's that. There's no midriff though. This was before well, Hush. I'll let it, I'll let it slide right. this time. <laughs> what is this
3: Superman yeah, gun thing?
0: He's <laughs> shooting some Superman juice out of it. Some Superman lightning. <laughs> Superman juice. Okay. Was
3: well, <laughs> what was it the looks name like of Kryptonite. The Batman? Yeah, it looks like it.
0: Uh, I can't remember exactly what his figure was called. This is what he looks like without that Whoa. stupid fucking armor on. Yeah, I don't like that armor. I actually liked. I liked this better. I had... <laughs> This figure, and they also released it as a double set with Superman, and they had a different paint job. The blue was just black. but this Batman has no underwear. He just has yeah, like blue 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 crotch, so I thought that was kind of interesting.
2: He looks naked partially because of that and partially because he doesn't have a cape. He has these wing things instead, so. yeah, and
0: they actually do move. They kind of like can rotate and it's it's interesting, weird. Yeah, this it one, is. Uh, this and
4: I was super into, and I think it's because I was yeah. really into comics at the time. Like, and I don't know. I mean, like in the nineties, it seemed like there was a point where action figures kind of moved very towards that Batman Forever thing, where everything yeah. had to have like a weird armor and like a color scheme and all this kind of stuff. And sometimes I was just like, I just want Spider Man. Like, I just want. classic yeah um and this line was was cool because it was kind of both like they had that armor that you could put on them but underneath they were basically just good representations of the comic characters
0: yeah just like those standard costumes because as a kid i did not give two shits about that armor on them i mean we can see it here it's like (laughs) Mm kind of silvery it's organic looking and he has this Mm -hmm. this extra helmet on top with a red visor and I don't know what the hell I did with that as a kid. I don't remember this armor at all. I must have chucked it, it into the toy box. The only <laughs> yeah, one immediately I kept because was, yeah, was
4: the stuff on Kyle Rayner because it made sense, like for him to have. Yeah, yeah that's sucks.
1: true. Yeah, Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, but the for the Batman, Batman Superman, it's just
3: weird. one on Superman, he doesn't obviously. Superman needs it the least, but it, <laughs> like, I, it does look a little cooler than Batman's for some reason. To yeah, me, anyway, I like I kind of like this armor
0: here. It's just weird. I think this is actually called like Fractal Armor Batman, if I'm not mistaken. Because I did have to find a bunch of pictures of this stuff. I don't what know if I mean? wrote it down. But just finding words. It's, I think Fractal sounded cool. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to That's probably it. Probably, yeah. yeah. Either that or this one is Fractal Armor Batman, which unfortunately, his armor does not come off. I think the visor comes off. <laughs> what? And this weird, like, extra arm backpack thing shooting the like magenta projectile <laughs> can come off but he looks like he should be cooler like he has a black suit with a yellow emblem on underneath but this mm-hmm. uh this extra kind of like organic armor is sculpted onto the figure and i i don't like that Stupid. i'd rather be able to yeah. take it off and have the black figure underneath That mask
4: makes also him the
2: blowback look of that
4: real dork yeah, yeah. Yes. it's too
3: too yeah. big it looks like he's
2: the wearing like, a virtual reality missile. helmet yeah, the blowback from that missile is going to basically blow his head off. Once he shoots anything, like, yeah, placement it's certainly, of that is It's certainly
0: going to his, singe his lips. I mean, those are exposed <laughs> right there. Yeah,
3: they gave uh. him a lot of projectiles for a guy that doesn't like guns. <laughs> it's yeah.
4: a it's
0: an energy projectile. It's, it's safe. fine as long as it's not a war,
3: yeah.
4: It can be on a car. It That's can right. Be on the shoulder. It's fine. <laughs>
3: this almost looks like to me it could have this. This is like could have been in like a sci-fi. Manga or something like a Japanese yes. take on Batman. Mm-hmm. Then I, mm-hmm. I I, guess I could almost like, uh, you know, be okay with it if that was the case, but this is just some random vari- variant toy, right?
0: Well, it was the only, there was only two Batman figures released for the line. So I guess yeah. they thought we already made one Batman figure that if you took off the armor, it's the classic Batman. So this one can be a little different. So um, I'll go a little bit further into this. There is a storyline accompanying this particular toy line. So there's like Whoa. a story that goes along with it. So mm. the storyline from the back of the packaging uh, reads as such <laughs> on a distant planet, an evil being known as dark side prepares for his invasion and destruction of earth. Batman learns of this diabolical plan and recruits the world's mightiest superheroes in an all assault, uh excuse me, in an all out assault on dark side's forces. So I guess this is supposed to be, how the Justice League is coming together and what they have to do in order to fart in order to fart in order to, in order to fight <laughs> Dark Side. Um so I guess everybody needs armor now it's kind of like the tactical suit that Batman has in the Justice League like everybody's yeah. got it so there is a at least they had a storyline to go along with this particular uh, toy line
2: yeah I can see that it's just as I said it's it's like maybe 20 years too early where people aren't not enough people are familiar with these characters. We haven't had the Justice League cartoon yet. At most we've gotten the Superman cartoon. Like we haven't had enough of uh, these other characters in order for people to be like, oh yeah, I want the Kyle Rayner. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, Green Lantern, unless you're a hardcore comic book fan.
0: Yeah, that's true. I guess you know, I guess it was the Kenner just trying to branch out a little bit. I mean, it's it was their mm-hmm. first time since Superpowers, that so they actually got to do some other justice league characters i think so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i don't know at least for the for that line i'm sure they did like the superman the animated series figures but i guess that might have been 1997 or or something Mm -hmm. like that i feel like that came out a little later so i thought these figures were cool as a kid i love the harpoon handed uh aquaman i thought he was pretty cool and i love the dark side figure i just thought Mm -hmm. uh, overall he was kind of a cool looking bad guy so that's pretty much it for uh total It's time to move on to everyone's favorite Batman on film. And that is (laughs) Batman and Robin. And now I think it's time to take a quick Bat break. Here at Chat of the Wild, our game club podcast, we have been using our Lens of Truth to do deep dives on the Legend of Zelda series. In order, covering one to two dungeons each episode. Our show also looks at Zelda-likes, such as Crusader of Senti, Golden Axe Warrior, and the bizarre journey of For the Frog the Bell Tolls. Join us right now as we play Ari and The Secret of Seasons, our first new release since Season 1. Or check out our past seasons, breaking down nearly 20 action-adventure titles. New episodes drop every Wednesday, here on the Greenlit Podcast Network.
3: Lord have mercy, y'all. Do you like hounds? Do you enjoy pooches? Do you find yourself enjoying time spent with that of canines? Talking about dogs, y'all.
2: As you might have heard...
5: A dark
3: side, his name is a dark side. Say it with me.
5: A dark side.
3: Yes, he's coming. The Lord is coming. The Dark Lord is coming. His name is a dark side. I'm bringing the souls to you. I'm bringing your souls to him. Say it with me now, everybody. I said, A dark side. A dark side. A dark side. <laughs> Lord have mercy, look who is here now, here today. Lord Darkside here. Yeah.
2: Glorious Godfrey, we need to talk.
3: Oh, Darkseid, yes. I've been here preaching to the masses the glorious name that is yours.
2: I'm flattered by that, Godfrey, but it seems a little much.
3: What would be a little too much about this form? This is the language that they speak, Master.
2: When I sent you here for Earth, Godfrey, I did not expect you to be, I don't know, on television so much. I was hoping you would just get me Souls. Instead, you've been on TV for the past 48 hours. It seems a little... It's a little aggressive.
3: Well, I've been having fun in the the colonies. And I just find it so bombastic and
2: fun, my lord. Well, by your count, how many souls have you collected for Apocalypse? Oh, at this rate, probably 400,000, my liege. Perhaps even more. They
3: love this character on on TV and the Zoom and the TikTok and whatnot. I've got my entire social media shit working really well, my lord.
2: Well, that's very impressive. I heard TikTok is very popular these days. Yes, it is, indeed. Very impressive numbers, Godfrey. Perhaps this will actually work. I was not expecting so many people to fall for something so obvious.
3: You would be surprised, my lord. There's a phrase here on this planet, when in Rome, do as the Romans." And I am merely doing as such, I'm sure you understand, in all of your excellence.
2: Well then, there's not much I can complain about. It seems like obvious brainwashing to me, but to them, if they're eating it up, then continue doing what you're doing. Give me the souls for apocalypse.
3: I mean, at this rate, my lord, you wouldn't even need the anti-life equation. I wouldn't. We've already bent them to our will as much as possible already, I believe. But, I don't know, maybe a little extra juge with the Anti-Life Equation will send them over even further.
2: I've spent my whole life trying to find the Anti-Life Equation. If without the Anti-Life Equation, I don't know what to do with my life. I leave that to you and your excellence to figure out. It would cut down on a lot of work just to have them as they are right now, just bending to my will without need for the equation. Seems like it'd be a lot easier. Indeed, my lord. Hmm. Perhaps I should just make some appearances like now, every now and then. So that they keep believing.
3: My my lord, I know this is strange, but it's weird. The less you show up, the more they require belief. I, I do enjoy being in your presence. Do not take this the wrong way.
2: This seems too good to be true, Godfrey. You're saying that I need to not do anything just for them to believe in me?
3: I, I mean, maybe p- have people draw pictures about you,
2: but that's really about it. Well, then I'll just go back to Apocalypse and sit. Rule by Zoom. Or something. I'll call up Desaad to set up my Zoom account.
3: My lord, you have rang.
2: Desaad, set up my Zoom account. It is time that I work remotely from Apocalypse.
3: This is excellent news, my master, but I am not a fucking IT
2: department. Decide you speak that way to me again, and you will be at the other end of the Omega Beams. Set me up the Zoom account, and give me one of those virtual backgrounds. Preferably the ones with the cute kitties. Anime
3: kitties, my lord!
2: Sure. That's your thing.
3: Well, I guess I should get back to these cretins. Thank you very much, Godfrey. Yes, it is always a pleasure, Darkseid. I always want to be on your good side. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) If you have one, that is, my lord. I'm confused on that one, but anyway, I will return to my own devices.
2: Keep doing what you're doing. I, I. This was a lot easier than I thought.
3: Phrase the dark side.
5: Oh
3: my God! I, what is going on?
0: This this guy's a voice. And now, the real game begins. Wrong movie, but we are talking about the next installment of Joel Schumacher's Batman, and that's Batman and Robin, everyone's favorite Batman film. Oh, man. By far the largest fucking toy line I think we're gonna talk about. Uh, possibly, (laughs) Possibly even bigger than the animated series. It's like I just remember going to Toys R Us after watching Batman and Robin in the theater and the aisle just being like all red and white and black Batman and Robin (laughs) stuff, just like looking around, like being overwhelmed by the amount of toys. So, um, I mean, we can even see from this advertisement here, I was talking about the color schemes they had for each toy line to go along with the box art. So it's kind of cool that it was, I see a lot of red and white and some red and black on some other advertisements like they they're always pulling from the logo itself. Um, Yeah, I just remember I love these toy advertisements being in like these little booklets. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they came in the mail or if they came with certain figures, but I remember having a couple of them and it would just be like an advertisement for Kenner toys and just being super excited to look through them. Did you guys ever
4: they would ever get those Facts from other 50s. toys? Yeah, they, occasionally they're packed in with stuff. I've opened um, some I older these, stuff yeah. recently that they would have. It, it'd be like, I don't know if it was like a season or a year or something, but it was like, you know, a, a good-sized booklet with a bunch of uh, Kenner products.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I just loved seeing mm-hmm. them. I would like pour over them as a kid. Um, yeah. So as we're talking about Batman Forever, we need to jump into 1997, perhaps the downfall of the 90s uh, <laughs> as we're straying further away from God's Light and closer to Batman and Robin. Uh, Kenner release their fourth line of toys based on Batman films, and mm-hmm. like many experienced with the film, it was a disappointment. This line does inclu- uh, excuse me—this line does include various versions of each villain. Six variants of Arnie's Mr. Freeze alone. a first for <laughs> oh, Kenner I'm as, well, star. as well as well as 12 inch figures, but their value may be less than contemporary retail value. In February 2016, a lot of five figures from this line sold for less than20 dollars. Of course, if you're a fan of the movie and want to, uh, excuse me, if you want an inexpensive entry point into collecting Batman action figures, This is a great place to begin. I will admit that uh, I do have all the villains from this toy line. Uh, I'm Mm -hmm. a completionist, and I do have Poison Ivy, Bane, and Mr. Freeze in the box. Uh, But I do have just a couple of Batman and Robin figures themselves, and I do have the Batgirl. But this one had just an insane amount of um, variants, and... I wish they had an Arctic Batman. I think they have an Ice Blade Batman, but this seems like the perfect yeah. line to have <laughs> an, an update of Arctic Batman with like a white and black costume, but I think the Ice Blade yeah. Batman is silver.
2: They uh, change like the costumes silver. at the end just to have this action figure, and they don't
0: do yep. it? <laughs> uh, they do actually... Okay, so they do that. That specific figure is real. Uh, it's part of like a two-pack, and it's actually like, a, like yeah. chrome-plated. So the mm-hmm. silver parts in the movie are like chrome plating on the black plastic, which I do admit it looks cooler than how he looks in the movie. I just mm-hmm. wish there was like a white suited Arctic Batman. I feel like that would just look really cool and it would fit for mm-hmm. this toy line. But um, yeah. as you can see from this advertisement, uh, you got kind of chrome plated Mr. Freeze, who is actually one of the closest uh I guess film accurate Mr. Freeze is some yeah. of the early Freeze figures that I had, which is like the one on the bottom row uh, to the right, is actually based on the concept art for Mr. Freeze, which he's got some cool translucent blue pieces in his uh, body. But his suit actually. Glass, Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have that one. Have yeah, that he's one. got like red goggles and kind of a mm-hmm. metallic blue costume. And um, Poison Ivy has like an all green bodysuit but just kind of random, just flat hair. It's not like the, uh, kind of the, what am I thinking of? It's like the uh, horn hair that's based on like medieval, not medieval statues, but some older statues I've seen of, uh, I'm thinking Moses even, they're like horns built into the hair. I had to learn that in art history, but I can't think of like what Mm. time frame it came from. I don't know if it was Roman or Greek statues, but her hair is based off that, where it kind of has horns in the movie. Those uh, pieces that are sticking up, you never see that in any of the figures. It's kind of just a generic kind of wavy, flat hairstyle for Poison Ivy. And the Bane figure is actually much more accurate to the comic book uh, than the one in the film, which actually makes him really cool. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Look, Ben is way uh... cooler than the one in the movie. Let's see. Ben, hold that up for us. Yeah, there you go. So Ben actually has the figure from the movie. He's got this kind of gauntlet with a spike on it, which is Mm
1: -hmm. pretty
0: awesome. But yeah, he he really looks like a classic uh, Bane figure from the comics, like the Nightfall storyline. So I actually remember him being one of my favorites as a kid. I I just thought he looked really cool. I never really thought about the fact that he didn't have the green, veiny, or like I would say yellow green skin uh, with a Mm -hmm. dog collar and everything on. So um, yeah. He's actually a pretty cool figure for this toy line, so I think he's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty damn accurate to the comics, at least. And as we can see from this advertisement, uh, no film-accurate Batman and Robin figures in sight. I guess the (laughs) Iceboard Robin has like a dark navy blue bodysuit with the kind of Nightwing symbol that's red, so that's kind of close. Uh, Batgirl is actually... Pretty accurate, except for the fact that she has a cowl. I remember... So it's definitely...
4: Like, I think I Go saw the figure first or something, and I remember when I actually yeah. watched the movie, I was very irritated that, like, her hair was out. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, she has, like, a robin mask on film, whereas this one is clearly based on the concept art that I've seen mm-hmm. before, um, which I don't know if Bob Larkin did the concept art or not. It actually seems pretty similar, but... Yeah, she has a cowl on for much of the costume concept art for the film before they decided to just let it be Alicia Silverstone with a robin mask so she does wear mm-hmm. a cowl for like five seconds when she's riding yeah. the kind of ice helmet ice blade yeah. motorcycle thing uh but mm-hmm. yeah we kind of got gypped on that i think the action figure looks much cooler than she does
2: yeah yep uh zach are you gonna cover the most important character in this which is frostbite <laughs> on the bottom right yes I was, I was
0: gonna say this is the first time since the toy biz toy line that we actually have a henchman uh and it's mm-hmm. mr freeze's henchman which i i always thought his name was frosty he calls him that in the movie but this is yeah, frostbite I think so too um who, is, uh, who is unfortunately pigeon toed his <laughs> his toes point together oh, yeah he is which he does stand up all right but he He uh, just looks like one of the members of the hockey team from hell. And he's got a a hockey stick and some translucent blue armor that clips onto him, which is kind of superlative because he already... Or what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Superfluous because he already has armor on as a figure. It's like, does he need all this extra armor?
2: I'm not sure if this is supposed to be Frosty because isn't Frosty in some sort of like parka fuzzy coat thing before Freeze freezes him? This just well, looks like they just named a Freeze
0: henchman. They're like, Yeah, just call him Frostbite. That sounds I crazy. don't know because when they're fighting they all have those masks on, but when they're hanging out with Mr. Freeze in his lair, licking on mm-hmm. the frozen the licking on the frozen TV dinners, they all don't yeah. have masks on, so maybe he is Frosty. I don't know. The mm-hmm. world may never know.
2: <laughs> this is Frosty before he got frozen by Mr. Freeze in that moment. That's right. He's a little bit I more badass with his movie.
0: <laughs> with his Casey Jones hockey mask. But, uh, yes. This is, uh, it's an interesting line, but, um, I was going to show you guys. We do have a bunch of Mr. Freeze figures.
1: Whoa.
0: So, Jesus. I I believe the one on the top left is the exact same mold as the one we were talking about. That's, uh, I have a side view of him, uh, up on the top right there. It's the same mold, I believe. Maybe a little bit different. He's got piping on him, uh, different. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, I don't think it's the same mold. So that's already two different molds for Mr. Freeze. I think the same a head sculpt, different color scheme, still based on the concept art because that's not how he looks in the finished film. Uh, then I think the one on the top right is like, uh, you know, the Mr. Freeze figure from the movie. He has a silver armored costume with a face that is much more accurate to Arnold. They use that same mold for this one in the center, which I know Robert would love because he is almost all translucent blue. That's
4: what I was saying. Whoa, mm-hmm. over I've never seen that before and I love it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he was an exclusive of some kind. It says a cold night in Gotham city. I do believe that was for another two pack. There was multiple two packs with Mr. Freeze and Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got this one. You also have that same Mr. Freeze figure on the bottom, right? Uh, which has like a Chrome coloring for that armor, which is really cool. He probably looked the, Maybe he's even closer to the on-screen appearance. Then you next to him, you have this other Mr. Freeze that has like a blast-off armor. So he has mm-hmm. armor that you can clip onto him. And underneath, he, he has like a, a bodysuit that's kind of, um, I, I would say like, it looks like thermal piping. So maybe that's mm-hmm. what's under his armor. And then you also have this Mr. Freeze on the bottom left, which is kind of like the one from the film, but he has those moth wing, uh, yeah, like the wings that pop out when he's escaping from the uh, rocket at the beginning of the film, and he has uh, goggles on. So he mm-hmm. actually looks like he does in the film for about five seconds. So this is yeah. a lot of Mr. Freeze.
2: I feel like this comes about because Arnold is the star that he is. You know? I like, think so. you got to have action figures with this. Because, like, yeah, Nicholson was a bigger actor than Keaton at the time of 89, but also yes. Batman was the draw mm-hmm. of that. And Nicholson... Neither Nicholson nor Keaton are like big, like action stars drawing kids in. But Arnold at this point is 97. He's done so many things. Yeah. Clooney is definitely not bringing the kids in. No. <laughs> on
1: like, that guy from New ER, York, we have to see. It. Arnold no, did. It's kinder- Arnold
2: g- who brings this in.
3: Kindergarten Cop and then, uh, what was that? Terminator.
2: Another? Last Action Hero. Uh, you know. The toy Ooh.
3: one with Turbo Man. Turbo
2: yeah, Man. Jingle uh, All the Way. Jingle All the Way.
0: Yeah. All
3: the way. Yeah. Like these are like huge mm-hmm. kids' hits on top of his R rated shit he'd been doing for years you know so mm-hmm. yeah he was just well, think about huge it huge at this time
0: yeah arnold got top billing for this film and i, do, I will yeah. say oh, really? um at this time i think this is the most variance a a villain has ever gotten a batman villain for action mm-hmm. figures because
1: mm-hmm.
0: they did i would say over the span of time there probably is more variance of the kenner batman the animated series joker figure because I know there's a been a lot of repaints of that one. Machine Gun Joker and uh, the New Adventures Joker that we'll see in a little bit too. That one got repainted and, and uh, redistributed so many times. I think in the end, mm-hmm. Joker probably still wins out as a character of having more action figures. But as far as 1997 goes, I think that this is probably the most variance a villain has ever gotten. And it's surprising that it's Mr. Freeze, but... Not surprising that it's Arnold, because like we said, mm-hmm. he was hot in 1997. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wanted Arnold for their movies. so This is
2: probably the most Mr. Freeze action figures at one time that will ever,
0: ever happen. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. uh, it's, a, it's a weird time capsule thing, uh, if you really think about it. So I thought it was mm-hmm. cool. I, I wanted to fit them all on one page so we could take a look at them. Here's some more uh, advertisements. Again, there is that Batcave command center, where you can <laughs> see on the back they've repainted the access chemicals to be Mister Freeze's layer by basically just making it blue and white. Batgirl looks like she's standing on that fucking trapdoor, so she's the one that's gonna fall in that <laughs> uh, tank of nitrate, yeah. <laughs> tank of uh, liquid nitrogen, I guess. And um, mm-hmm. you actually have, I, w- I would say, if you look up in the upper. Left-hand corner, that two-pack plat—excuse me, two pack with a Riddler, not Riddler, shit, Robin, <laughs> and Poison Ivy is one of my favorites because uh, Robin yeah. has, like, his colors are reversed, so his bodysuit is like a metallic red, yeah. and he has a cool. black Nightwing symbol and a black cape, and Poison Ivy has, like, a mostly black bodysuit with some green detailing, which actually reminds me of, like, some of her current comic book appearances where she has like a full black bodysuit like that. Um, And she has this cool like Venus flytrap gauntlet thing, which is translucent green. So that's probably one of the cooler Poison Ivy figures. And then you have the uh, one to the right of them, which is the movie accurate Batman and Robin from the end of the film with this kind of chrome plating for their, I guess their Arctic gear. And then, uh, We'll talk about them in a minute. I have some other pictures of them, but this is uh, something I told Ben about early on. That there's this really weird Bane figure. So it was part of a two-pack called a uh, Brains versus Brawn, and you have mm-hmm. a fully chrome George Clooney Batman, but then you have a Bane that is like half Mister Freeze and half Poison Ivy. So on one half, he's got like Mister Freeze armor, translucent mm-hmm. blue uh, arms and legs. And on his other half, he's got like poison ivy, translucent green vines and like stuff coming off of his like, you know, fleshy arms. So he has that and mostly a green bodysuit, excuse me, a blue bodysuit and a normal head. So this is just like the weirdest Bane figure I have ever seen, that it's like a combination of the motifs of the two major villains Mm -hmm. in the film. So I I don't know. The illustration that Bob Larkin did of him is really interesting. It's like is this had happened in the movie i think it actually would have at least been cool to look at yeah
2: this is weird a weird concept but it seems like they wanted to do as many different uh, crazy things as possible all of this one It's just like eh, it fits with this universe even if it's not really in the movie
0: yeah yeah you've got these vehicles on there too um you also have some big like batman and robin statues you've got the ice blade thing the batman drives which i did have you've i never had the mm. batman and robin batmobile you've got robin's red blade motorcycle which actually looks more blue than black you've got batgirl's mm-hmm. motorcycle i mean there's just a lot of shit for this this movie i, uh, I, I, I think yeah. this yeah. ice glow
3: bat hammer is my favorite vehicle in this whole
0: line that's, that's it the bat thing. hammer that's what i had yeah yeah mm. yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty, uh, pretty cool it's crazy, crazy. Yeah. Other than Ben, I mean, I know you had the Batman and Robin Bane, but uh, Andrew and Robert, did you have any of these figures growing up?
4: Um,
3: I don't think so, man.
4: I had that Ice Terror Mr. Freeze, but I don't think I had him with the car. So maybe I got him in like, oh, a shit. thrift store or something. Um, yeah,
0: I think I had that one. With the car.
4: But, yeah, I mean, I I, I remember at the time, I really wanted a version of Poison Ivy that looked more like she looked in the movie. Um, And when I saw the ones in the store, I I didn't get them because I was like this... Like, it didn't look anything like Uma Thurman or, like, the character at all. It was kind of disappointing. Uh, I also...
0: Yes, the... Go ahead. Like,
4: I I remember, I guess, because I was, like, kind of into... Oh, I was pretty into comic books at this point. I was very irritated by the choice of this movie to make um, the Robin costume, the emblem on it red instead of blue. Nightwing. Yeah. Um, uh. But yeah, so I kind of, I didn't I didn't get many of these figures.
0: Yeah, like most of you, uh, if you're Batman fans, you're aware that Robin's costume is basically Nightwing's costume from the comics in this film, but it has a cape. And the emblem is red. And at the time, it was blue on black. So you figure blue would actually fit better with, uh, you know, the look for this movie. But I think they were just mm-hmm. so dead set on him having that fucking red bird motorcycle and the logo being red and black that right. they were like, it's got to be red. It's got to be red for Robin. So, mm-hmm. of course, like his helmet in the first movie of the he's in Batman Forever robin did not look like a robin bird it was like a red bird so yeah they just really are going with this red theme but um mm-hmm. yeah as Ro- as uh, robert was saying poison ivy's likeness leaves something to be desired it really does not look like uma thurman at all i'm not sure mm-hmm. what happened there because i know from um it was a magazine article about batman and robin there was a segment in it it was like a specific magazine just for batman and robin so one of those ones they put out but there was part of it at the end just talking about the action figures. And um, they showed some of the sculpts. And it even talked about in that interview that the actors had to approve their license, their uh, likenesses oh, on yeah. the figures. Mm-hmm. So I guess Uma Thurman was just like, eh, whatever, good enough. You know, like, <laughs> Give me the royalties. I guess she was okay with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as kids buy it. The royalties must be great.
3: So mm-hmm. this is 97, right? That's correct. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I'm, I, I'm slightly older than you guys, so I was in seventh grade, I think, at this time, 12 mm-hmm. or 13, and the movie wasn't that good, and, I mean, I don't know. You know, the reception wasn't that good at the time, and I, I just, I don't think I had any of these. This Bat-Hammer does look really familiar, but I feel like I might be mixing that up with another memory. <laughs> um, Maybe. I was probably just playing a lot of PlayStation 1 at this time. <laughs>
0: I can't imagine you being, like, into buying these figures. I mean, I would buy action figures. Mm -hmm. I mean, I still buy them now. But I don't know. I just feel like this was marketed for a a very specific age range. And -hmm. it just kind of clicked with kids that saw the movie at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: Looks like a Coke can at the bottom of that campground playset or whatever. (laughs) That's that's the part that...
0: That's the part that popped off, and then you could fill it with water and stuff. It was supposed to be like a little uh, vat. You can that you freeze can fill. your characters in it. <laughs> uh, probably that's that correct. that would be sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a little close-up picture here of the Guardians of Gotham City. I had to squint to read that. So um, <laughs> that's the one that looks like Batman and Robin from the end of the movie, where mm-hmm. they are. They have the black bodysuits and the silver detailing. So that's kind of cool. It leads that it's uh, movie accurate, and this Robin uh, is fairly close to being movie accurate. I just wish that uh, it was black instead of this kind of navy blue, uh, right. mm-hmm. where he has like the red symbol on him. But um, you know, I guess it's pretty close. I will say, I guess like those in the movie, it is pretty much blue black. I think it's just a little bit darker than this.
1: Mm. Yeah, and there's a so. uh,
0: there's that close up of that weird Bane that has like. Half Mr. Freeze costume, half Poison Ivy vine detailing. I mean, it's it's yeah. really cool. He's got some cool green translucent parts and blue translucent parts. And uh, Batman's pretty cool. He's like all chrome and he's got a black mm-hmm. cape. So I will say it's cool looking. It's just, uh, it's bizarre. In no <laughs> other world, for no other reason, would you see this kind of a Bane figure. So
1: yeah, again, I think it's
0: true. kind of this this cool, like, weird time capsule thing like what you know where did this come from so you don't need to, interesting like,
2: what if what if bane was the main villain of this movie that's what it feels like right you know, this yeah. uh, figures about he does look yeah like cool what if he rose up
0: yeah what if he rose up and had like more power and used both mm-hmm. poison ivy and mr freeze to Mister freeze yeah for his own thing. to make this yeah so mm-hmm. you don't in need a way st- he's pretty you don't
3: cool need, you don't need stealth whenever you blind everybody that sees you as well. So this Batman, this Batman's good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Batman, if you just, if he was walking out during the daytime or threw down like a flash bomb, that's it. Everybody's done. They're blind. Like, oh.
2: <laughs> Try your freeze powers and poison ivy powers on this.
0: <laughs> that's right. You just have to walk. That's it. Uh, so the nightmare has ended. We are done talking about Batman <laughs> and Robin. Uh, so, Now, if I had ordered this correctly, we would be talking about Legends of the Dark Knight. (laughs) But pretend that we talked about that. We did last episode. We're skipping that. We're jumping into 1998 with what I think Mm. might be one of uh, Andrew's favorite toy lines. This is Batman Night Force Ninjas.
3: Okay, so this is really cool. I like this. But again, this is what, 98 now?
0: We are in 98, yes.
3: I think it's just such a so into playstation dude i think i just <laughs> i just i skipped this entirely but I, this is super cool
0: imagine if so it came out Azrael batman yeah. yes we're gonna talk about that imagine andrew if this <laughs> came out uh a few years earlier when you were still interested in toys i feel like the yeah. ninja thing would have been up your alley so yeah it still in is 19- so this is cool in <laughs> in 1998 kenner produced a new line of batman figures called batman night force ninjas this line, like Legends of Batman and Legends of the Dark Knight, featured all new sculpts of Batman in an Elseworlds theme. Notable figures were the first ever Azrael figure and a new mm-hmm. Killer Croc figure. This collection was aimed at showcasing the Dark Knight's uh, hero, the Dark Knight heroes, considerable cape Batman that were tipped. Um, well, excuse me, I messed that all the way up. Uh, the collection was aimed at showcasing the Dark Knight heroes' considerable martial arts prowess, particularly through Thunder Kick Batman and Arsenal Cape Batman, They were tipped as fan favorites in this collection. Um, and as we can see right here, that is the first ever Asriel figure for this toy line. And um, I'm trying to read, there is Power Cape Batman... Which has that big old red boot on that he's going to kick some ass with? Yeah, and you just got, the
3: one red boot. Like yep, he, that's like the one that's going Simpsons. up.
0: That's going up Killer Croc's ass right that's, now. He's ready he's to not kick him. Use any other shoe? Just this boot. We will kick you, also, you with a
3: normal size boot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this Robin was one of my favorites as a kid. He actually has—I think this one in Power Kick Batman has some damage to their costumes. So there's like rips in them but uh, i love playing with this robin figure because uh they are pretty articulate and they have little action movements i think if you squeeze robin's legs together he twists around or one of i know like the figures they all have little action movements um mm-hmm. i had him in killer Croc, and i think what, i had one of the batman what do you think set the precedent
3: for this coming out this is 98 they probably thought of it in 97 or so was it i don't know when did uh, power rangers are did, already kind of over at this point i think
0: when did that Chris Farley movie come out with the ninjas Beverly on it? ninja? Beverly Hills <laughs> Ninja? That's what did it right there. <laughs> yeah,
3: I don't know about that. It's just like I mean, I guess it's just like, yeah, kids like ninjas, whatever the fuck. Let's do it, you know? I, think I mean, so, that's yeah. that's
0: probably it, Andrew. You have cracked the code. Mm. Yeah. That's exactly what they they sat around the boardroom and they're like yeah, fucking kids they like ninjas right <laughs> that's so, probably um, all it is
4: <laughs> that is it
0: i i like this neon colored batman with like an insane amount of shit <laughs> sticking out of his back <laughs> what uh, the fuck is i don't that? know what's going fist, on fury mm-hmm. batman by
3: the way that's i, I mean uh, he's small got fist t- on your side
0: yeah he's yeah. got some yeah. fists but he's got this like red apparatus coming out of his back it's like dr Octopus meets. Batman and uh, I'm not sure what's going on with him. What I never is saw that? Him I as a have kid. no idea He's what that's supposed deep to be. Dive
2: Batman too. He's in an all yellow suit. That's soup. the one that I'm. It's like true. neon yellow. Yeah, if that's the one I'm
4: thinking yeah. of. That yellow part on the top and with all the red crap coming out of it is like a shell, and it comes yeah. off. And underneath, yes, he is just nips out, just completely no shirt or anything. <laughs> um, he kind of. I looks, love it. It's like a. Yeah, he looks kind of like um, when he. Uh, God what is the the Batman story with uh fights Ra's al Ghul? Yes, it looks like
2: that. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, Neil the Neil Adams, Adams first yeah. story that cover? Mm-hmm. Yes. I actually remember that Robert. I do kind of remember him being shirtless. <laughs> yes.
4: Cuz kind of mm-hmm. it's just it's <laughs> just oh, the cowl That's stays interesting. On, it's a bold. Book.
0: Yes, the cowl stays on. Cowl, he course, doesn't give yeah, a shit. He's course. got to show off those uh those pecs. <laughs> yeah, um they also had these kind of Rockam Sockem robot Batman and Joker figures mm-hmm. which they were they actually so I say that they actually did have some Rock'em Sockam robot type figures for the animated series. I forgot to put a picture up for them that were like just punching. These uh, figures actually are kicking the shit out of each other, swinging around <laughs> like their torsos are spinning. I remember the commercials for it as a kid, like they are spinning all over the place. So uh, they do knock each other off if you hit one hard enough. So that's that was kind of cool. But um, did
4: you ever have the ones yeah, from the are, animated series? because no i, I think it, it was batman was, and penguin yes batman and penguin is such a strange pairing like yes that's an even that's not fight. a
0: fair fight <laughs> <laughs> yeah
4: that seems like really
0: mean of batman like that is not a fair fight at all an unarmed penguin
2: and <laughs> batman's like um you sure you want to do this
0: <laughs> yeah what
3: is this accessory with look at tail whip killer croc right here he's got he's being bitten by a alligator skull or or <laughs> crocodile skull alleg- or something
0: he's got a prehistoric <laughs> dinosaur skull uh that he has with him and name. he also has like a a claw extension thing on his arm so i don't remember having either of those accessories i just remember having like the plain kind of neon fluorescent green killer croc figure um, i like i, I like, like the I skull cool. though.
3: the skull is kind of cool
0: He's just going to cool. beat just them over the, the head with it.
2: <laughs> it's just
3: extra bullshit. Like they, they always put in these things.
2: Yeah. It doesn't look like a tactical advantage. It looks like a disadvantage because it looks like it's biting his hand. And he's screaming in pain from that. <laughs> Not because I think, he's trying to intimidate anybody. I
0: think it might be biting his tail because he had a tail. Uh, we'll have to look at him. Maybe I have a closer picture. But I did want to say <laughs> that the other interesting figures... Included in the first series in 1998 were Karate Chop Batman, Side Strike mm. Robin, Power Kick Batman, and Killer Croc, Fist Fury Batman, Azrael Thunder Kick Batman, Tornado Blade Riddler. All came out in a series uh, two line. While the other two hot figures of Batman were featured in series three, along with Hyper Crush Robin. So, hyper crush. This is um, this is the uh, one of the Batman figures. There's no name now so i don't know what the fuck his name is but you've got you've got killer croc and that's that claw extension it actually looks like a green alligator claw so it's like Mm. another thing like a gauntlet that he wears and then you have this prehistoric blood-stained dinosaur (laughs) skull i think you actually could pinch it on the back and open it up so maybe he's using it to bite down on the other figures which that's kind of cool to me that would make more
2: sense than it biting him
0: yeah you know
2: (laughs) Like I think using he was it as a weapon.
0: Maybe he's yeah. just holding it in the other picture, like in his other hand. Yeah. So uh, plus he's a crocodile, he's cool.
3: so this is like his relative skull or something. And this shows how <laughs> fucked up he is. Probably. He's carrying around his relative skull all the fucking
2: time. I, I don't think they thought through that part. They just thought, eh, nah, this is some other cool accessory from the so it's like the, holding
0: around. It's like the precursor for Cubone, I guess, from Pokemon. He just carries around <laughs> the skull as a weapon instead. What's this? of Le- my ancestors. What's what? this Leprandi on the right upper side here? It's actually was, uh, it might be from another YouTube video. Oh, okay. So, props right. to Laprandi. I'm going to have to look it up later, but it, some of these images I got were basically from, like, reviews about specific figures, but I thought this is a, it's a very, some very beautiful photography. I liked that it kind of just showed some uh, good imagery of those figures. This is that yeah. Asriel figure that we were talking about.
2: Mm-hmm. Looks pretty accurate.
0: He has a flaming sword accessory, and uh, mm-hmm. this little, like, Thing that sits on a table that's, I guess, part of his programming. Maybe he, uh, I think in the comics, doesn't he have something like that with the order of the Saint system. Dumas? The system, yeah. The yeah.
1: System.
2: <laughs> Was there like a, a machine?
1: Eh.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just figured uh, get... it's a figure. Get an Asriel figure. He's an ally to Batman. What does he do? Well, uh, there was a cult part of the Catholic Church that brainwashed him <laughs> to be an assassin to kill people, so he's really 17 years old and he kills people with a flaming sword in the name of God.
4: I like his cape. Yeah, but true. he's a ninja.
1: <laughs> Don't he even actually worry does, about it.
0: <laughs> he does have a removable cape and hood, so it's like this kind of black cowl underneath with that little red design on the face, but it's it's kind of cool to me that this is the first ever Asriel figure, so not Asbat mm-hmm. specifically, but yeah. an Asriel figure, and I like the gold detailing on him. It's like a metallic gold color. So pretty mm-hmm. awesome. the spiky
3: shoulders in the comics.
0: I forget. I'm sure. I think so. Yeah. This is yeah. pretty That's
3: cool. Like, I, this is my yeah. one of my favorites from this line. I th- I think. It also, I noticed that the mm-hmm. box makes sure to tell you it's Batman ally, Asriel. Yeah. This is not a he's bad not guy. A guy. Not he might look guy. like it. This is an ally. Read the box, kids. <laughs> he still kills people, but... Yeah, he still <laughs> kills that's, bad people. That's if you read <laughs> the comics. That is kind of funny
0: that they did that. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't oh, think they assumed that kids were reading up about this uh, assassin for the Catholic Church in the comics. They're just like, uh, yeah, just say that he's one of Batman. He's on yeah. Batman's side. He's Batman. Here's a
0: new superhero. <laughs> Here's a close-up of that, like, uh, karate-kicking Joker. (laughs) This does not look like a
3: Bob Larkin, by the way, bro. This looks like a different Uh, artist. No,
0: it does not. I think I I said that he did all the movie line artwork. Um, Oh, right, right, right. This definitely doesn't look like him, but I like that he has, on one hand, a punching glove, (laughs) or like a punching, yeah, a boxing glove extension, and the other one has these kind of spiked brass knuckles that are green. He also has some spiked uh silver shoulder pads. I mean this this Joker looks pretty cool. I, I like that he is kind of decked out. He's ready to duke it out with Batman, and Batman's got Joker's, these Yeah this neon Joker's green accessories.
2: Basically preparing for Batman to not I mean, he's just like you can't punch me in the shoulder anymore. I'm like, well I can still punch you in the face and the torso. And stuff. That's right. It's not it, the best protection.
3: By the way, I mean I, I've, been le- I've been thinking about this I've been thinking about this lately, actually. When Batman fights Joker in the comics, and when he Mm -hmm. does go fist to fist with him, do they explain Mm -hmm. that Joker has had some training or something generally? How the fuck can they even even, go
0: even around?
2: I mean, they they don't really. Usually Batman beats the shit out of him. Okay.
0: All right. Okay. (laughs) I think that, Ben, at one point, you said something about the fact that, or maybe I was talking to to Robert, that the, the Joker is insane, so he's got some kind of lunatic... Strength yeah, and he also has no—he no reg- kind of like has a, no regard a s- for his own well-being, high pain mm-hmm.
4: tolerance and stuff. Because there's so many uh, parents, yeah, accurate, yeah, so yeah, 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 He's punched the crap out of him, and he's just still, you know, cackling with a bleeding nose and everything. Yeah, what yeah. would well,
2: usually take down a regular thug will just make Joker <laughs> laugh. And continue throwing another gadget at him. So that's probably what makes it more I, interesting than just another fist fight. And, and he gets I under
3: Batman's think, skin, so he has he he kinda of yeah. fucks with his mind in that way in a fight. He's got a
0: psychological know. edge. Yeah. I um I honestly think it depends on who's riding him because if you look back at like Joker's first appearance, he does seem to hold his own when like mm-hmm. hand fighting with Batman. I mean like back in like nineteen forty. So He's I think it just depends on the kind of fighting bro? <laughs> Yeah, I think it just depends <laughs> on the old, or it depends on the writer and the artist. But um, I always imagine Joker as being especially, like, weaselly and sneaky and, like, fighting mm-hmm. dirty. And just being, like, right. able to, you know, like you said, get under Batman's skin, but also kind of trick him. So, yeah, he's really just, like, a dirty fighter. So well, he might not the, have...
2: If you look at the Dark Knight, Ledger pretty much kicks his ass he throws the, uh, with the, he, he sends the, the company
0: yeah with the accompaniment <laughs> of like three rabid dogs and a three crowbar dogs, yeah
2: crowbar i think there's a net too from what i remember yeah. <laughs> and then he tricks the night vision and stuff so pretty much yeah Batman only wins that because he uh relies on the people not blowing each other up on the fairies
0: yeah and his little but he sup- technically doesn't
2: really win the fight
0: his sneaky gauntlets too, so Batman does use like a trick problems, against yeah. him. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I, there's some comics I've seen where they do fight. I mean, they're going at it for a long time. If you even think about, like the Killing Joke. I mean, their fight lasts a mm-hmm. while, and there's lots yeah. of things the Joker does. But um, yeah, sometimes he just seems like completely useless. Like I think there's an <laughs> early Neil Adams story like. <laughs> What am I thinking of? The Joker's five way revenge where like Probably, he slips yeah. out in the fucking butt at the end and Batman just yeah. catches him Oil. that way. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not very you know, it depends on mm-hmm. the writer and the artist, I'll say, but this Joker looks like he's ready to to uh trade blows with Batman, which I he's like. Duking mm-hmm. it out. Yeah, yeah. Duking it out. Alright, so we are moving on to Hasbro. So let's come on over here. In uh, 1998 to 1999, as Hasbro bought out Kenner, a new line of action figures were produced by Hasbro based on the new animated series, the new uh, new Batman Adventures. So this line featured new sculpts based on the updated animated series from the WB network. The first Creeper and Mad Hatter figures were included in this line. And as we can see here, we have brand new sculpts for batman the tim drake robin and of course uh the awesome mulleted nightwing that came from that animated series <laughs> yeah. dude mullets
3: are back man you see that shit
0: i have students with them so yes i see yeah.
3: it every day <laughs> yeah the late 80s early 90s are currently mm-hmm. very much in fashion as of this yeah. recording coming back
0: yeah i will say that um although i do like the original animated series better i did have a quite a fondness for these figures. They seem very streamlined, mm-hmm. and I did collect a lot of these as well. Even though the Joker is not my favorite design because of the black eyes, I have a lot of him. I I just really liked how clean these figures looked. For well, this is so, and...
3: so close to the cartoon, right? Yeah. yeah this okay. is like they mm-hmm. didn't fuck around with being true to true to the actual fucking show like unlike some of the other stuff we've seen yeah you and know? they
0: all they all had hard plastic capes this time so i mm-hmm. they've uh, yeah. uh they've lost the fabric capes for now i will say when we get to him that the mad hatter from this series is the animated series the original mad hatter it's kind of weird uh, that his interesting. his sculpt is based on the first animated series it's like the blue he's tall for one the blue kind of like long overcoat And the blonde hair, like he is specifically from that toy line. I don't know why they didn't sculpt him based on the newer design, but whatever. They did. I mean, he looks cool, but it is definitely Mm -hmm. not from this cartoon series.
2: Like, eh, he's
0: the—he's like the tenth most important
2: Batman villain. So yeah, (laughs) the only does not give him much.
3: Only thing, very small thing that that kind of like I don't like about these three characters is. Nightwing's domino mask is just a little too thin, I think. Mm. It's a little bit too yeah. pointed or something. But other than other than that one thing, at least for me, I don't there's like n- mm. nothing wrong with these figures at all. It's like exactly what you'd want out of this thing, out of this line. Everyone's you know? a critic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the mullet
3: the mullet brings it back around though to perfection. I um
0: I never had this I never had this Nightwing figure. I actually had one that had like a gold bodysuit and black arms and a black bird on his chest. I I mean, I thought he looked really cool, but I don't ever remember having a cartoon-accurate Nightwing figure until later. Mm. Um, This is a little advertisement for the new adventures where you can I'll have a closer picture, but you can see the uh, Mad Hatter from the series. He Mm. um, has a cool like robot bunny that comes with him, so I think that's pretty awesome. They did reuse some sculpts from the uh original animated series you can even see here that robin figure in the center i think it might be from like a later mission masters line but that's definitely like a dick grayson one from the first series um as well as that whatever that batman is with that weird fucking backpack and like silver suit but um the -hmm. other stuff is really cool you have a new batmobile that's based on the new animated series i did have Mm -hmm. this one i thought It's pretty cool. It has like a kind of a two-seater in the front, and I think there's like a little hatch in the back that'll open up that you can put stuff in as well. Like a, I think it actually has a seat uh, maybe for Nightwing. But um, I like this this Arkham Asylum set, which is really just the gates of Arkham Asylum. But it comes Mm -hmm. with that new Two Face sculpt and a uh, more dynamic Batman pose and like a cape that kind of swoops behind them. I remember they. They did a lot of repaints of that figure as well Uh, but that's kind of cool that you have like that arkham set i think they actually had a a bank set as well um which had kind of like a little sign so it was kind of cool it wasn't like a really big play set it was really just kind of some signage but it was (laughs) you know it's cool that they it's cool that they had something a little bit extra no gray ghost no gray ghost that didn't come out until the newer figures that are more expensive um okay unfortunately. And I do remember if you see these Batman, uh, and Nightwing figures to the bottom right, they have these little magnifying glasses that are translucent red. That was part of a specific like gimmick with the box art that had like a decoder thing. So one of the Batman figures I had, you could cut out this circle on the back of the box and, um, you clipped it into his like gauntlet that had like a it was like a yellow circle and it looked like a rotary phone on top that had only two circles open (laughs) and on Mm -hmm. one side it had the character's alter alter ego and on the other side it had their you know costumed identity and (laughs) the um, I think the costumed identity one had like this red particle kind of print on it and you could only see it if you put that magnifying glass over it so it was like Here's the Riddler. His alter ego is Edward Digma. So it was like kind of a mystery thing. And I think some of the artwork on the back of the box included the same thing. Did. It was like, hey, yeah, you couldn't see what you were looking at unless you put that little magnifying glass over it. So it's kind of interesting that they were trying to use a gimmick for the box art as well. Yeah, because I, I, crime, I never tracked solver. down that
4: Batman. But what I would do was yeah. um, I would take a pair of 3D glasses and use the red lens and it would work on it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, any kind of red gel you could use over top of it. So that was kind of cool that it was like the... uh, If you look at the artwork, it's hard for me to read, but it does say Crime Solver in the middle. So that's what it was part of. It was like this extra gimmick to go along with the figure. So um, Kinder and Hasbro... Yeah, Kinder and Hasbro released the third and fourth Mission Masters line under the basic Batman title. Included were figures from Batman the Animated Series. That's what I was talking about, the... They still were releasing figures from the first line of the cartoon, Mm -hmm. even though this new one was coming out. Uh, They released some from the original Batman animated series, the New Adventures Batman, uh, Kenner's Superman Adventures line, and some Batman Beyond figures. So, Also included was a new comic-style Bruce Wayne Batman figure, uh, Rumble-ready Riddler, and an (laughs) animated-style insect body, Mr. Freeze. We'll take a look at him. He was one of my absolute favorite figures from this line because it's such a morbid idea, you know, in that new adventures that Mr. Freeze is just a head with like insect leg body. Yeah. Uh, mm. And I love that the figure included that. I, I remember the time that I got it, I was staying over at a friend's house and I was like scaring him with it. He said it was creepy. <laughs> so, you know, that just made me want to do mm. it more. Mm. Here here are the uh, Mad Hatter and Creeper figures up close. So, uh, whoa. as I said, this is the first Mad Hatter figure I think ever. And this is definitely the first Creeper figure ever, and uh, the Creeper is definitely based on his appearance in the New Adventures. And uh, Robert, I think you said this was one of your favorites, right? Yeah,
4: his expression and everything—the the sculpt on it is so good. That expression mm-hmm. is just so wild. Um, and it was yeah. a character that I wasn't super used to. I don't know. It's like I didn't have much experience with Creeper at all, but like when I saw this in the store, I just like automatically got it just he looks very (laughs) very
0: cool if you notice he and uh mad hatter i think have the same fucking micro microphone accessory if not they're They're very similar right yeah Uh, okay mm -hmm. yeah it looks it looks close to me
1: yeah
3: Um, i don't crucify me but i don't think i've ever seen the episode with creeper this is totally (laughs) totally new for me it's uh,
0: uh, it's really funny. It's like yeah. one of the last episodes of that series. Mm-hmm. Oh
3: shit! Okay, uh, this yeah. I, I, you got to I love Max. this. Watch I love it. this figure. Yeah, I should. Mm-hmm. This figure is, looks awesome. I love the expression as well, Robert.
0: Yeah, I do say that he's a little top heavy. Yeah, his uh, yeah. his boa is really a solid piece of plastic, and it's hard for him to balance. Like he often falls backwards because I have him <laughs> with the boa on.
2: I remember Should've his done
0: more like, <laughs> squats. I, all the WB I characters
3: re- are, are like real top heavy.
0: They are <laughs> yeah. this this Bruce Tim design. They all have tiny little bird legs. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. I will say that I saw him as a kid. I didn't know who the fuck he was. I never saw this episode <laughs> as a kid. I thought he was a bad guy. Yeah, I mean he looked like insane. I thought like kind of yeah. in between. He's this guy's a good
3: guy. Between.
0: Okay. Yeah, he's. You haven't heard of a the a Creeper? Guy.
3: Guy. I don't mm-hmm. fucking look. Don't I, again. Don't crucify me, but I don't he's know a this Steve, guy at all. Uh,
0: Steve Ditko character, right, Ben? okay
2: For i jack don't know Kirby? Did go. jack Ryder is the like the there's always some easter egg of like jack reporter jack Ryder is here and that's yeah. always like foreshadowing of like oh it's he's gonna be the creeper in the future yeah. uh he- and stuff i was introduced to him in uh one of the brave and the bold comics that was in like a team-up uh collection that i had called the greatest team-up stories ever told that introduced me to creeper <laughs> yeah. so i had the opposite where like the episode came out and i was like oh they're bringing the creeper into the animated series this is interesting and then their version of the origin was joker yeah. basically trying to turn him into another joker and
0: which makes sense these chemicals
2: yeah so I was a like, simplified oh, one that's kind of a cool way to bring him in and that's also how they sort of confirmed that like this version of joker fell into the chemicals and stuff so oh yeah uh, it's it's um i haven't seen the episode in such a long time but this is kind of the gateway for jeff bennett the voice actor to end up voicing joker in the um in batman the brave and the Bold, yeah in a way since it's a similar character similar voice
0: i remember being introduced to the creeper in the uh the greatest joker stories ever told collection there is oh, like a, yeah. a story of him fighting joker and i <laughs> it's probably from that I, joker comic yeah yeah i think it is it is from like mm-hmm. one of the issues of just the joker and um yeah i swear he's like a it, it's either i think it's steve ditko he is like a steve ditko creation he um, we had a device where we could look this he up. He looks like I, he I, I'm is. Hosting. You guys got thumbs over there. You he, he he looks
3: <laughs> like he's uh, a Freakazoid character as well.
0: He does. I, well, I, I mean, actually, this is like I, Bruce Tim's design. I was
4: telling Zach uh, this earlier, but um, when, you know, back in the day, I was still customizing. And I remember a lot of times people would buy this figure and turn him into Freakazoid. Fucking right. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> that fucking His face. Yeah. face
0: yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. Zach, you're right. That. Showcase number 73 in 1968, created by Steve Ditko and Don Seagal. So I knew something. That is, yeah. <laughs>
0: Mark it down, Andrew. Put it in okay, the book. Yes. I'll put it in that yes, book. Keeping score. Right? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: So it says Creeper shows up in New Adventures of Batman as well as the. Um, Batman: The Brave and the Bold, and yeah. uh, also cameos in you know the Arkham games as Jack Ryder, not as the yeah. Creeper, but as Jack Ryder. Yeah. I creep upon evil.
0: King- <laughs> I'm a good guy. He, he does make a cameo in Kingdom Come. I remember as a very old Creeper. What? Um,
3: God, I need to yeah. go back and read that shit. He's. Come, I don't yeah, think yeah. he speaks
0: at all, but he's definitely in the background of a couple panels. Yeah, he's, he's just like in the hairs. Yeah, There's an yeah, Alex thinning, Ross Creeper like, out wrinkly. there. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Just a wrinkler one. Yeah. Okay. Uh this is one of my favorites. This uh set was reused a couple times. uh Robert actually has one that I gave him of uh it was used in Batman and Robin. It was like a free Mr. Freeze's lab. And um I had this one for the Joker as a kid and I loved it because it's like you could pretend it was chemical so I the, in my <laughs> head, okay, the, look at this picture in my head. This is Joker's laboratory. Batman and Nightwing are busting Joker's ass. And instead of taking him to jail, they're like, you know what? We're going to fucking murder him. We're going to drop him into his own chemicals, his own chemical coffin. So fuck Mm -hmm. you, Joker. This is it. It's got a little claw that drops him in. And also, it's kind of cool that they put Pogo Stick Joker in here from, like, the older line of toys with the New adventurous figures. Mm -hmm. Um, By the way, I I didn't talk about it last episode, but I love... This pogo stick Joker. I just love that he's got a blue suit on. I had a I had dogs yeah, that's as a kid.
1: Suggesting.
0: I had dogs mm-hmm. as a kid, and one of them chewed his fucking head up, and I was so mad. Oh, I was man. just waiting until I got older, and I found another one and finally replaced him. But he was one of my favorites as a kid. I was like, oh, Joker's got a blue suit? That's cool. So um, mm-hmm. I love this set. It's like you just put some bubble bath in there, and uh, I would rather it be like Joker dropping Batman in and Nightwing coming to save him, but... This just looks like a... It looks like Batman and Nightwing are going to make a decision that they might regret overall in this uh, picture here. Enough of this. We'll save more lives this way.
2: The do- Let's Joker see what happens when we lab. dunk
0: them in chemicals again. <laughs> yeah.
1: It
2: worked here, well the first time.
1: It clearly. makes it
3: seem <laughs> like Joker is trying to uh, research the chemicals himself in his own lab. That's right. By the wording or that's just how
0: he's... That's just how he's gonna kill some people. He's just gonna like put him mm-hmm. in his coffin and oh, yeah, close yeah, the lid yeah. of chemicals. So it's pretty cool to me, though. I, I like it overall. It's just uh, his way
2: of taking a bath.
0: Yes, <laughs> that's why. Hey, you know what, Ben? That's what they're doing. They said, "Joker, you fucking stink. It's time to take a bath." I'm gonna use this claw to force you into this bathtub, and Joker's just fighting them every step of the way. So uh, I can't inject like the Arkham staff to your smell, Joker. <laughs> I'm going to stick with that more than the other idea. (laughs) All right, so we've gotten to take a look at the insect body, Mr. Freeze, one of my favorite figures from this line, and the emaciated Riddler who um, only shows up in, I think, maybe two episodes of the Mm -hmm. New Adventures, and they are not Riddler-centric episodes. So even though he got a cool redesign, he has no episodes for himself. And I believe he shows up in one Superman, the animated series episode, Uh, Called Nighttime, where he and Mad Hatter and Bane have teamed up. So, otherwise, he's a really cool design. Um, He is one of the figures that has the hardest time standing up in my glass case. (laughs) Tiny. He's just his really tiny legs. But um, Mm -hmm. otherwise, he's pretty cool. So later, Hasbro released several Batman the Animated Series uh, figures, as well as the Adventures of Batman and Robin, the new the new Batman Adventures repaints in what was called the Spectrum of the Bat action figure line. Uh, I did not include any pictures of them. I remember those being some of the last figures that I saw in, um, what was it, KB Toys. And they were like in a bin and they were these Mm -hmm. very small boxes. It was just a single figure and they were just repaints. I remember there was like Batgirl, Batman, there was a Joker and they also included the Mad Hatter for the second time but he had a pink jacket on. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just this kind of like weird last line of figures that they did. Um, Weird. That was kind of like New Adventures in animated style. So let's talk about one of the last line of figures up here, which is, of course, Batman Beyond. Uh Hasbro released a new line of figures based on the new WB cartoon, Batman Beyond. This line, like all Batman lines in the past, featured many versions of Batman, but only a few versions of the cartoon's villains, and no supporting characters. Um, so as we can see here, they did have a blight action figure, which doesn't really look that much like he did it in the looks show. terrible. Um, <laughs> it's it looks terrible. I'm I mean, sorry. But <laughs> a lot of the these I this? think I think a lot of these Robert would like simply because of the translucent colors. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this this blight is just kinda like a translucent green and there's like a skeleton inside of him. So maybe
2: if it's glow in the dark. And he looks closer to it yeah. when the, the lights turn off, then that would be cool. For but from what it looks like, so for those who aren't looking at the video, it's it's basically yeah. it's it's a gold it's a, I can't even don't, don't know how to describe it. It's almost like a naked dude who's bald, yes. who's like gold-ish, except his stomach is
0: translucent and see-through. He's kind it of a pawn scum looks green sheep. Kind of yeah. 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 And um the Batman that's next to him was one of the few figures that was almost correct to how he appeared on the cartoon in the first line of figures and he Mm -hmm. is a translucent blue he has a translucent blue body with a red bat on his chest and red bat wings like his gliders so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: he's almost the same but yeah these figures they're not my favorite they just had a lot of variants of batman and a Mm -hmm. lot of them are just kind of random translucent color schemes so um you know it's It was the last line of figures and they're based on that last, you know, I would say Timverse cartoon of the time. I think that Hasbro Mm -hmm. had the rights to, but it's uh, not my favorite. Um, I did include this because they did include the leader of the Jokers uh, as his own figure, which was just called Jay, I think at the time. He was the closest to the actual, like, you know, Joker appearance. But in the action figure, they gave him a magenta suit instead of Like, the the one in the cartoon looks really similar to the actual Joker as Mm. far as the color scheme for his costume. And this one had red lips instead of, like, the ivory, like, tooth-colored one in the cartoon that had, like, a toothy mouth painted on his regular mouth. He was kind of a weird design, but they had this guy and they had, like, a couple other Joker's gang figures. I remember there was a large... Yeah.
2: He looks like he's letting out a long fart. Well, his t- he's bending down and his tails are up because
0: clearly some wind's coming out. <laughs> yeah. The reason yeah. for that is he actually was riding like a hover motorbike thing. <laughs> this just, he just doesn't <laughs> happen. <it>. He just looks <laughs> like all right, time to relieve myself. <laughs>
2: Without that yes, hiding it does the parts with the
0: with the
3: hoverboard.
0: <laughs> he's got those t- those coattails flying behind him. It feels like this could yeah, have I, been
3: a David Bowie Joker,
0: by the way. He definitely kind of looks like it. David Bowie, yeah. Um, like I said, I don't have a picture of that one, but I remember those, these being at Walgreens a lot. And there was a, uh, one Joker goon that was a really big guy. And he he came with a smaller Joker goon that he would throw in his hands. So he could throw it at Batman, I guess he would throw the, the little person at Batman. So it was just, it was weird. Um, but like I said, I didn't have that many of these. I thought they were just, they are kind of okay, but not my favorite. However, uh, Hasbro released the Batman Beyond um, movie tie-in. So Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Uh, These these were produced and they included several new Batman Adventures figures as well as Batman Beyond figures. So the one in the background to the back uh, right is, I'd say, like the closest one to the actual TV show Batman Beyond. Mm -hmm. It's a translucent black, but it's very dark. He's got the red bat symbol. He's got the red glider. He's a pretty cool Batman Beyond figure. They also re-released the uh, Joker from The New Adventures, the quick-change Bruce Wayne from The New Adventures, another Batman from The New Adventures, and this other kind of weird gold-chested Batman. But um, I remember liking this Joker, except for the fact that he had a weird swoosh of peach in his hair.
1: Well, weird!
0: I don't know why well, they did weird. that. Instead of doing a green, it was like a peach color. But I like his metallic dark green suit. Um I think they tried to just get by with this by saying it was Arkham Escape Joker and it could be from the flashback rather than the actual Joker from the future. But I thought that was kind of a cop out. I wish they had had one that was like Um, a slightly new sculpt Mm -hmm. uh, to go along with that. Yeah. Yeah. So these are just some repaints. I think they're, you know, they're pretty cool. But again, this is kind of getting to the end of the road as far as our uh, Hasbro Batman figures.
2: Nothing screams high-fashion Bruce Wayne than a long, orange, bright trench that's coat. That's right.
0: <laughs> Fluorescent orange. He stands out in the crowd. It's supposed to um, be
3: maybe that kind of tan, beigey, tre- regular trench coat color, and this is the closest far, that's cartoon. That's reaching
0: pretty far, Andrew.
3: <laughs> sure, surely they don't want it's just, it. It's not brown. supposed to be this orange.
0: Yeah, it's just <laughs> weird.
3: Mm-hmm. The original I think they, one
4: was the same red, red as, like, Batman Beyond's wings back there like it was garish. I think it
0: Speaking I think black. it just fit it fit a little better this is like neon mm-hmm. orange and I think it's just like well catch like bright colors and they just put that up there so this is the style it's Al- weird got me an orange coat so later Hasbro released a new line <laughs> of figures based on the you know Batman forever toy line. this one was called Batman uh Beyond bat links. Uh, unlike Hasbro's earlier Batman Beyond toy line, this line was not based on the popular cartoon series, but it had an Elseworlds computer theme. Mm. The only thing I think is worthwhile that came out of this was this crazy virtual <laughs> Joker. Uh, he looks like a giant robotic Joker head with a machine gun on the forehead. He is translucent green, translucent mm-hmm. neon green with a airbrushed white face, big old clacking jaws that would open and close, and weird translucent magenta legs that look like little rocket feet and wings on the side, like gliders. So um, it's really fucking weird looking, but I like him. This one
3: is kind of cool. This yeah. is this one is just so out there. But also, again, what's the time period? 99?
0: Uh, 2000? Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
3: So this translucent color, A, I think it was supposed to be real and a futuristic look, you know, at this time. Mm-hmm. So that with, with Batman Beyond, I think that's why the choice for this toy line, it's so prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this is a time period in which you would get the, you know, translucent um, Game Boy, Game Boys, uh, N64s, the I, the early IMAX. IMAX yeah. 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 yeah, Very, very in vogue at this time. So, uh, yeah, that think there's a lot of
2: reasons why they chose this. Uh, Zach, I'm guessing this is before Return of the Joker?
0: no well or is this after? i had them maybe i put the pictures in reverse i uh it might have been after this was one that i really remember seeing at like mm-hmm. walgreens and food Lion. even it was like these weird spots to have these toys and uh mm-hmm. i have this joker i just remember thinking okay he's kind of interesting but um it's just super weird um mm-hmm. i like it because it is weird it kind of reminds me of that like 90s comic they did that was like a virtual Batman. Yeah, virtual that? thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's the one thing I can kind of draw from that. But uh yeah, he's just he's really weird looking. It's um, just that the
2: logo says Batman Beyond as opposed to Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. So I'm just like, well, it doesn't seem like it ties into the movie. So is this? But I can't remember if this like, came.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't. Like I said, it wasn't even based on the show either. It was mm-hmm. just kind of maybe it was just extra thing. This. Mm -hmm. that they added on there. I'd have to Mm -hmm. do a little more research as possible. Um, I can't remember exactly when I got this figure, but I remember seeing the Batman beyond return of the Joker figures in a Walmart
1: Mm -hmm.
0: with this figure. I never saw in a Walmart. It was like just in random places.
2: I mean, if this was before, then thank God we got what we got and Batman Beyond returned the Joker. Because I don't yep. know if I would have wanted to see this as, like, this is how we're bringing back Joker in this continuity. As a big old you know, like, robot. So funny. this was never in the
3: show? This was never in Batman Beyond? Nope. No, oh, exactly. wow. it It yeah. looks like a, like a mech, also, with the guns and the walk, yeah. walking, you know, leg <laughs> deal going on. <laughs> He's got on. a
0: rocket coming out of his headbutt, whatever you <laughs> yeah. want to call that. He's yeah, got some rockets yeah, yeah. coming out of there. He's going to fly around. Mm-hmm. Oh, i just man. can imagine this thing moving
3: <laughs> it's just weird this is, this is one of those that's so wet wild slash bad it's good you yeah. know yeah, I it really oh, yeah. goes this back thing, around you know? yeah
0: yeah it is like i said i like it it is really cool and weird um it's just like this is the you can tell it's kind of the end of the era for them it's just mm-hmm. like really bizarre <laughs> yeah. which we um, have
3: a shitload of plastic left and yeah <laughs> not many ideas left so uh,
0: everything translucent yeah those n64s
3: are flying off the goddamn shelves so
0: (laughs) 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 so um like i said that's kind of the ending of an era kenner was obtained by hasbro and eventually lost their license to dc properties in 2003 mattel was given the rights to produce a handful of characters mostly related to the batman and superman universe's And in 2008, Mattel acquired the rights to more of the DC Universe's eclectic characters' base and began producing expansive product lines, many of which feature Batman prominently. But um, this is the end of uh, the Kenner Batman toy lines. So sad to see it end on such a Mm. weird-ass note as the (laughs) uh, kind of computer virus joker. (laughs) But uh, I did want to end with us talking about Robert and mine, uh, our top picks for mm, Kenner oh, Batman. Nice, so nice, uh, We talked about this a lot, and I let Robert add this on to our slides as well, but um, these are our top five picks for all the Batman-Kenner uh, toy lines. So we tried to be pretty eclectic as far as picking, not picking uh, more than one character from the same toy line. So I will start first. This is my personal collection of my favorite figures throughout the years of Kenner's toy lines. So... Um, Of course, we have this kind of like Twister Strike Scarecrow that was from the uh, Batman Legends of the Dark Knight toy line. We have Arctic Batman from the Batman Returns line. Hydro Claw Robin from the Batman Forever line. The uh, Pirate Two-Face from Legends of the Batman, which I thought he was really cool, was just an Elseworlds. And we didn't talk about this when we were going through it, but uh, this is my favorite figure from the Batman the Animated Series toy line, which is mm. this kind of parachute Batman. And he actually does have this, like, kind of silvery parachute that comes out of his backpack. But I just love the orange bodysuit with this kind of, like, black belt uh, stuff sculpted on there. I just I don't know. I always thought he was a really cool figure as a kid. Um, I actually have him let's see
3: the face is really good too on the orange one
0: yeah, yeah. i've got him yeah. here with me right now oh, so shit. he does have like a little plastic backpack it's got the little <laughs> uh silvery thing all tied up in here his little oh, cool. uh parachute cool. and nice. i do remember this is not the one i played with as a kid that's why it's so neatly packed up in here <laughs> but the one i had as a kid you could actually like drop him off stuff with his parachute open mm-hmm. and he would you know, float down. So I, I always thought that was really cool that he was functional. That's awesome. So, um, Robert, I'm going to let you talk about your top picks right here.
4: All righty. Um, well, just uh, starting off with that superpowers Batman. I, I think it was probably... Um, you know, it, it was something I got at a garage sale. I mean, I wasn't old mm-hmm. enough to be there for superpowers originally, um, mm-hmm. but just the blues and everything in it, it it still is what I think of when I think of Batman, is that costume, and I think a lot of it has to do with playing with that figure as a kid. Um, Tim Drake Robin, I mean, I talked about that. It. I just, there's something about that figure that I just, I love, um... Um, and and as I've gotten older, I've, I've almost got more appreciation for it about how it kind of has a little bit of that aesthetic of, uh, of Batman Returns mixed into it a little bit with the darker mm-hmm. colors and everything. I just think it was a, a really cool, almost accident or something um, that it came out at that time period. Um, obviously, the quick change Batman, like I just love mm-hmm. that figure so much. It's got so much it's just everything you want a toy to be. It's, it looks what it's supposed to look like. It's got a lot of playability. Um, just, just a great figure. Um, I really love that creeper. Like I was talking about the mm. sculpt of it is super tight. Um, just, you, I don't, you can't really see it in that picture, but he's even got like the little lines in his neck where he's just like smiling so hard. Like he's like, he's straining. straining. <laughs> no, really? really?
3: That's cool. That's cool. Yeah.
4: Um, and that uh joker from um from uh the the legends of the batman uh, legends of the batman i always get these two lines mixed up um that was a figure i i don't have it i don't know where it is it's packed up but i have my original one in box um from when i was a kid there was something i guess it was he was the closest um kind of you know comic accurate uh, joker that had been released for a while as a kid and i, I just mm-hmm. snatched him up but the sculpt is so strange like he he almost looks more like his face and features and everything almost look more like mad hatter than joker yeah um, yeah i can see that he's just he's very interesting looking and he's got you know that big gun that's just like chattering teeth and stuff and it's yes just, mm-hmm. it's a very fun weird figure that i've i've always had a, a real soft spot for
0: awesome yeah these are i i just think these are great and me and robert did talk about our choices so we didn't both choose the same ones. so um <laughs> right. that robin is yeah. one of my favorites too but mm-hmm. yeah i just thought it would be kind of neat to take a look at what our top picks were since we were such uh mm-hmm. such fans of the toys so um yeah. awesome i did want to ask as we're closing out of everything uh You know, I do feel like Kenner's Batman toy lines are still some of the best toy lines, uh, best kid action figures I've Mm -hmm. ever seen. I don't think the ones that they make now really stack up to that. Like as much as me collecting old ones that were meant for children as an adult. Now Mm -hmm. I feel like there's there's toys for kids and there's toys that are for like adult collectors. So um, (laughs) I just think it's a huge piece of nostalgia for uh, people that grew up in the 90s. So again, Kenner, my hat's off to you. So as far as you guys are concerned, what is the most interesting thing you have learned from parts one and two of the Kenner Deep Dive? Start with Ben. What do you think, Ben?
2: Most interesting things have probably been, I don't know, I'm always interested in the variants and how they come about of how, uh, you know, we always yearn as kids to just have what we saw on screen. So the thinking that goes into, uh, yeah, no, we're just going to give you a yellow Batman, a blue Batman, <laughs> like all these different different types and uh, the thinking behind that. And it, usually it's sort of a case of just like, well, we would just want to sell more toys to give you a whole bunch of variety of different things. Mm-hmm. So I think just the, even though we were interested as kids of having stuff that was more comic accurate or more screen accurate, it is interesting looking back to see like, okay, how do you explain this toy? <laughs> You know the ones that we had the biggest reactions to were the ones where we're just like, okay, what the hell's going on with this Batman? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fist of Fury Batman or whatever with like the red things coming out. I'm like, how is that supposed to work? And then like, yeah, sort of imagining a story of how that would work, and sort of realizing that, uh, you know, Kenner probably unintentionally because they're just basically doing it to give money, but get money, but to they give you the ideas as a kid to make it work. Here's this version yeah. of Batman. He can do this. He's a deep dive Batman or whatever. How does he work? How does he work into the storyline? You figured that out as a kid and it helps you with your imagination. I'm not really somebody who's just like, you know, kids these days have no imagination because of smartphones and shit. Like, (laughs) I'm not really one of those type of people. But there is something to be said about growing up with action figures and having that ability to tell those stories of stuff. Because let's face it, these days, it's in the world of fan fiction right now. Everybody who's doing Marvel stuff or DC stuff. Most of them have grown up with this stuff and most of them probably started out as kids with these action figures. Maybe not these ones specifically, but just action figures in general. And their first stories came about by pitting one action figure against the other and coming up with something. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, that's what I, I like. I think that they the significance in- of it is.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I like that they would inspire a child's imagination. Um, Andrew, mm-hmm. what about you? What's the... What do you think is the most interesting thing you've learned?
3: Uh, I don't know about... Let me think about learn but one of the first comments i can think <laughs> why is of Zach is laughing <laughs> He hasn't started it I I remember most of what you said <laughs> That's why He thinks he thinks i started. forgot everything He thinks i forgot everything <laughs> But the first comment that comes to my mind is just seeing the Batman the original Batman 89 toy line cuz that's one that kind of mm-hmm. like is deep deep in the recesses of my memory It was one of the first toys toys I ever had really you know and I learned the word sh- what share meant metaphorically from the bat plane <laughs> toy uh, so there's that uh, let's see I think one thing that's interesting for me I think compared to what, what you guys are saying I don't, I don't know if I ever really cared too much if it was a little bit different from the movie as long as just make it look cool you mm-hmm. know If I liked the design of that figure, it didn't necessarily have to reflect the movie that much. Yes, I wanted to recreate the movie. I get it. But um, it could change a bit. Like like the deep dive Batman was so cool, I thought. So and that wasn't in the fucking movie at all. So I I I just really I just let I would let it go if I liked it, you know, if it was cool. But like and then there's stuff in the movie, like the Batman Forever and Batman and Robin stuff, like the especially the Batmobile in those, it's just like, I don't want this. You know, this design yeah. this is not for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's there's that. I guess as far as learn, because I was kind of checked out of toys at that time, that the ninja just learning about the ninja line at all, mm-hmm. and even that legends of the Batman or whatever, the kind of darker run yeah. that we discussed in the last episode, I don't even know about those at all. I was I was in PlayStation and Sega Saturn land at this time, I think. So I just was totally checked out of that i was watching the cartoons and shit but the toys i was i think i was missing it missing a yeah. lot of that so yeah. um so yeah i guess that could be that could be it i was aware okay. of the other ones but the other ones like the the N- N- night force ninja what's is that the name
0: yeah yeah you're right
3: night force ninja i, I wasn't even aware of that line at all
0: Oh, and cool. the Creeper
3: is awesome. I'm glad. Glad That's my favorite thing from this episode, I think, is the fucking Creeper. <laughs> and I'm going to HBO Max and find the episode. <laughs> that design that's is right. cool. That would be on my top <laughs> pick, too, Robert, I think.
0: Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, Robert, I, you corrected me on a bunch of stuff, so I don't know if you learned anything new, but out of the part one and two episodes, what's been your favorite part?
4: Um. Well, I, I did learn a little bit about... um some of like the designs that i kind of thought came out of nowhere for um for batman and robin were actually mm-hmm. based on the the pre-production art and stuff which I, was interesting and it's it's just interesting like that stuff still happens now like oh yeah there, yeah like there's a lot of stuff with the marvel movies and stuff that these action figures come out and you're like this doesn't look right and then you see the, mm-hmm. you know, the source art and you're oh, okay. Like mm-hmm. it was based on something that changed along the way. But mm-hmm. yeah, seeing, seeing that, uh, happen even back then, I thought was, was interesting.
0: Awesome. Well, I gotta say that's it for Kenner. And this has been Superhero Stuff. You should know. <laughs>
3: Alright, All right.
2: before we get to comments Let's give Zach a hand for hosting his first episode So thank you very much Zach and
3: second. Just First and second That's first right, and second, a two-parter yes. And we're going to thank like Robert once again for coming on We're not going to yes, miss it Yes, thank this
2: you Robert Absolutely. Yes, thank you Robert for coming on glad to be here. Yeah, this has been awesome <laughs> I'm glad oh, I got to man. include
0: Robert into something I'm getting into now So uh, mm-hmm. it's good to drag him along and be part of it
3: Yep Oh man, I think I would have a top five from both of yours. I would do deep dive, creeper, this uh, Keaton one, uh, the mm-hmm. fucking quick change. quick
1: change, yeah, yeah, and
3: what? That's three. Yeah, the other one. Uh, anyway, that's my top three. Let's move <laughs> top on. Top three.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. Uh, so I did want to thank Jared P. as well for requesting this episode. So. Mm-hmm. Man, you got some mileage out of this, Jared. You got two episodes. West, <laughs> no, right. So uh, he's a lucky guy.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: All right. So is these are these our comments, Ben?
2: Yes. So uh, this first one is an email. Did you want to read this one or do you want me to read this? I,
0: I can read it. Yeah, I can see it here. So this email comes from uh, Aiden V. Hello, Superhouse. <laughs> I wanted to message you guys because I have recently become somewhat obsessed with your videos Yes. Thank you for your content. <laughs> I particularly uh, I particularly love the fan cast Ben comes up with after reading the unproduced screenplays. I was wondering if there are any plans to do more fan casting because I love to hear more. Ben. Uh...
2: Yeah, so thank you, Aiden, for that. I realize that's not something we've done in a while because, you know, the Suicide Squad script we went over, I honestly didn't give a shit enough to give uh, a fan cast <laughs> on <of> those characters. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when we did the Hulk one, there were already people who were cast in it, and I kind of just plugged in other actors from the 2003 uh, Hulk movie, so... Um, I do intend to do that with the upcoming stuff that is on upcoming on on like unproduced screenplays starting with uh, the 2002 Batman vs Superman. So we'll definitely be going over that potentially at the end of the year we'll see where we want but I have definitely promised that to people that we're going to cover that and cover it in our own unique way because there's a lot of coverage on uh, that version of Batman versus Superman. But I think we're, especially since we spent half a year on the Snyderverse,
5: we might (laughs) as well wrap
2: (laughs) this by going into uh, Batman versus Superman versus Batman versus Superman. Which one did it better? So that's our sort of take. Oh my God. (laughs) We'll figure that out. But that's coming pretty soon.
0: I want to see Ash versus Batman versus Superman. (laughs) Versus Terminator,
3: versus
0: Robocop. (laughs)
2: Versus Predator. They're all going to get bought out by Disney anyway at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I bet so. (laughs) It'll happen. But thank
0: you. Yeah, thank you, Aiden, for that email. And Mm. uh, we also have a comment. So, from Slight Rebellion of Madison. Well done, gentlemen. (laughs) I'd like to give a shout out to Andrew's Daredevil TMNT shared origin episode. Since it didn't receive enough love. (laughs) i got some pity there andrew as a frank miller pity vote (laughs) as a frank miller daredevil fan and lover of the first ninja turtles film which i think is a great film not just a great comic book film naysayers come at me i was only disappointed it was three minutes and not one hour plus damn
3: wow (laughs) Hopefully you didn't just uh, reload it 250 times, (laughs) 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 but yes, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, it was on the low end, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, thanks for watching that. um, yeah, maybe Mm -hmm. we'll do some more Daredevil stuff in the future. Who knows?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and some, I like some of the shorter videos too, like, uh, the video essays. Sometimes we have to have things that are a little bit more digestible to the, the younger folk. (laughs) um who i don't think are going to be watching this episode that's two fucking hours long (laughs) the tiktok generation
2: we'll see how that goes yeah also some some topics lend themselves better to those so you know when it came to daredevil and the teenage mutant ninja turtles thing it was like andrew looked into it and it was just just like there's not enough here to talk about it for an hour
3: yeah yeah we would go
2: on so many different tangents just to fill up an hour on yeah. That, as opposed to just like, well, here's the information. If it's just really three minutes of information, we're not going to do a whole episode on it. Unfortunately, it's just there's just not mm-hmm. enough. So yeah, that
3: was that was a fan request from Matt Herring also to do that mm-hmm. video, and that yeah. kind of kicked off what seemed like forever ago uh, fan request slash wildcard month, mm-hmm. which we're halfway into september now so it extended a little bit more than a month yeah wild card back to year wild card year yeah after snyder we went crazy that's right we were tired of sucking that dick we we're on our own now
0: okay well thank you thank you slight rebellion of madison i think it's off madison actually slight rebellion off madison i'm gonna oh, learn geez. to read one day
3: get it right or pay the price <laughs>
0: And we also have a comment from Demetrius Sherman. The creator of Batman admitted Batman was inspired by The Shadow. There is a cover of a DC comic book showcase, uh, excuse me, showing this. Batman holds a The Shadow comic book and so on. The creator of Shadow and said Batman is the shadow in a batsuit. I can go on about how much Batman ripped off The Shadow. George Lucas of Star Wars was a Shadow fan and gave Jedi Knights shadow powers he said with the shadow being the first and so important this should have been bigger and better i think they're saying that this episode should have been bigger and better ben <laughs> <laughs> i don't know, I know really if i much. like that better <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, Well, hell. well think, did hell. he mean the shadow movie should have been bigger and
0: better oh no this is a comment on is batman a rip, a rip up 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 of, the of The Shadow. They are I critiquing so. this episode. Oh,
3: man. Well, we'll go back and redo it, I guess. <laughs> we might it redo wasn't long it enough.
2: As a video essay. Yeah. Part two, no. coming up. We, uh, I, I, I think I included this in the uh, comments uh, stuff because of the fact that when Andrew was sharing out this episode, so many people just tried to uh, Batman fansplain us that uh, it was Zorro yeah. instead of The Shadow yeah, without yeah. actually clicking the episode, so... Yeah, as a response to that, but that, that takes we're going to, into, if we're going to If we're going to respond to that, uh, <laughs> we're going to do it as a video essay in which we compare how much did Batman take from Zorro and how much did he take from the Shadow, and we'll have a scorecard and stuff like that. So I'm going to be working on that soon.
3: But I like that yeah, then. people people just would not hear it. Like they would <laughs> comment before watching what it looked like, what seemed like, and mm-hmm. no, not the Shadow. He's based on fucking Zorro, you idiot. It's like <laughs> we put this fucking video this, right yeah. here. where, where <laughs> we're presenting a fucking case. With very clear evidence it, it, of what Ben's doing.
0: It's Half- almost as if they're reading it. <laughs> reading the big words first, right, Andrew? <laughs> yeah,
3: the big words only, and not de- <laughs> going into the content. You don't want to watch an
2: hour episode on this? <laughs> Hell no. Oh, my God. Halfway through uh, the episode is literally somebody who laughs himself to death in the Shadow episode <laughs> before the comic book of the Joker showed up, but... You know, nobody. <laughs> I guess nobody who eh. said that clicked on it. So, anyways, we're going to hit them over the head with a video essay on that at some that's point. That's right. They won't click on it. But anyway, thank, dude. thank you, Demetrius. If you talk about Zoro, then maybe. Well, that's why I'm saying it's about how much did he take off from Shadow and Zoro, so we make it a competition, and oh, then they get to see for themselves. Now
3: that that would be interesting uh, because there's yeah. a
2: lot going on there, right? Yeah. 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 So that way, if you've seen the episode. You're not just going to be like, "Oh, this is just a shorter version of the shit I've seen." You're like, you'll get something more because it'll—I'll t- talk about Zoro stuff in that.
1: Okay.
0: Well, thanks, anyways, Demetrius. You offered <laughs> us something to talk about. So.
3: uh... What about the Scarlet? <laughs> I really Peppermel, appreciate
0: though?
2: it. Oh, we have yet to Dark have a comment about obviously. the Scarlet <laughs> Pimpernel.
4: Darkwing
3: <laughs> Duck influenced Batman. <laughs>
4: Duh. Let's get dangerous. Bia. Let's talk about the impact of the Bartman on Batman. The Bartman oh, influenced yeah. Batman, bro. We all know that. Yes.
2: Another cartoon uh, with a Danny Elfman theme. Oh That's right. Shit, man. Uh,
0: Did The Simpsons as always, Batman? <laughs> as always, we would like to thank our Patreon supporters. We have Shasta, Leo Moe, Super Inframan, Douglas P. D, Aaron Willett, Nick Noir, Jesse E. Jeffrey R. Scott V, Askers Webb, Jeremy H. Alex of the What Mean Podcast, Ian Justice, Braxton W, Jared D, and Paul C. We would also like to thank Jared P. (laughs) Jared D. Jared P, I'm gonna learn to read. Paul C. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you as well to our other supporters, Sparkageddon, Mm. SDCT Productions. Robert Shookman, Cookie Noms, Matt Herring, Elijah B, Shamrock Sh- Balls, Shit, Schumann, Schumann, Schumann. Robert Shookman Shook Shook or something. Shookman,
3: that's another superhero we're gonna <laughs> I, cover. When He's I get going, crimes. he influenced the When Electro. I get going,
0: when I get going, it's hard to stop. Robert Schumann, <laughs> Cookie Noms, Matt Herring, Elijah B, Shamrock <laughs> Balls, Ian H, Walter the Wobot. John Wills, Rye Guy, Jackson Putnam, and Tway N.
1: Mm, very good. All
0: Thank right, Andrew, right. take over.
3: All right, man. Thanks again for those comments and everybody for all that stuff. And um, <laughs> I'd like you to uh, take a look at su- uh, patreon.com slash superhero stuff pod. We have the $1 tier gets you the shout out. The $5 tier gets you a whole new show. Everybody, it's every Friday. And you can cancel anytime. Ten dollar tier. We're doing a monthly live show, mm-hmm. and uh, please check that out. We already did one with, um, yeah. with uh, some fans, and
2: can I jump uh, in on what this month's going to be? Yeah, let's do it. Ranking every live action Batman, not in terms of how good as Batman they were, but specifically on who was the best fighter. So nice. We'll be ranking them on that. Obviously, we know Batflex is gonna be pretty high up there. But um, yeah. what about someone else? Like, we're gonna go through everybody who's worn a bat suit and been in a fight. So uh, stay tuned for that and be a part of that. You can join us on Patreon again on the $10 tier.
3: Yeah. So that would get you everything um, up to the $10 tier-, tier as well. So you have mm-hmm. access to the $5 show and yeah, the monthly meetup. Like you just said, we would join for that and wa- and react to videos all together live uh via zoom or well uh via stream yard which is what we use for um recording yeah. the podcast so yeah and um please check out our merch uh superhousepod.redbubble.com. also superhero stuff zach i'm sorry over. man
5: <laughs>
3: we're gonna yeah. get to it someday bro someday. i forget every time till i get to reading this part <laughs> 2022 you got to remind me midweek. Roll around.
5: <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, well, get your
2: get
3: your Bidman man
2: and Indeed Wizard Halloween 2022. mugs, shirts, That's and right. shower
3: curtains by Art by Wolfie Cruz and the uh Zacula Joker is go- is is coming. We're going to get we're going to yep. get stuff for that too. Just don't worry about it. It may be it. an it's unreleased
0: coming. prototype one day that we talk <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> that variant <laughs> variants yeah. coming. There you go. It'll be
3: it'll be translucent though, so don't worry. <laughs> Uh, so, also please record some audio and send it to superhousepodcast at gmail.com. And then uh, please animate our sketches, hashtag it uh, if you do, and p- just put the hashtag throughout the duration of the video at the bottom corner of the screen somewhere. That'd be great. And then I'm Drew on Instagram and Twitter, lives on YouTube, where I do a bunch of Japanese-related content, but I don't update it that much, but it's there. And then um, thunderwolfdrew.com has my portfolio all in one spot. And then you see this poster right here from Zach. Uh, This is uh, Amano Recon. So it's A-M-A-N-O-R-E-C-O-N.com. It is uh, an original idea uh, that uh, I and some friends of mine uh, kind of cooked up. And it is basically think of R-rated Power Rangers meets X-Files. But the overall tone of it is kind of Stranger Things, but they're a little bit older than those kids, in the first season especially. Mm -hmm. And um, they're a heavy metal band, and they get abducted by aliens. And shit happens from there. And it's a horror comedy, so there's some levity to it as well. So uh, we're going to be filming a pitch video for that soon, hopefully before the year ends. And then that pitch video will be the pitch on our Indiegogo campaign. Indiegogo is like Kickstarter, but it's better for indie films. So um, Mm -hmm. in the campaign is for a 23-minute pilot uh, full episode. So uh, stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, check out the website, Amanorecon.com, for more. And Ben.
2: Cool. Uh, You can check us out at uh, SuperhousePod on Twitter as Zach is pulling up. And on the next slide, you can check us out on Instagram at SuperheroStuffPod. And after that, Ah. TikTok, SuperheroStuffPod. And after that, Vero superhero stuff pop Bam. Uh, by all the Zack Snyder fans yes uh, also shout out to comic capital on Instagram as well Snyder, as the do Entertainment club <laughs> Snyder do you hear me club on Clubhouse
3: Snyder do you hear me
2: someday maybe we'll just post that on every post of his he'll <laughs> <laughs> be like okay do you hear come my on. hails <laughs> come on <laughs> I got shit to do, guys. Uh. So
3: Snyder's like, I'm. I, I, what, who are you guys? This, I talk to ping pong flicks, and that's it. I don't know who the fuck you guys are. I <laughs> do my outreach. <laughs> ping pong flicks is ping pong flicks. Who the fuck are you yeah. guys?
2: <laughs> Tyrone
3: Magnus, yes, you?
2: Yes. No, it's a- I can't pass as Tyrone Magnus. <laughs> but if I shave my head and wear my glasses, maybe I can be ping pong flicks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Just, so <laughs> so <laughs> just
3: confuse them. <laughs> Zack right, Snyder found out to be racist. <laughs> my website is Not ben being One able Rider. to tell the difference. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my, my website is benwanryder.com. Uh, my YouTube channel in the next slide. Uh, the link to that is in the description below. But as you can see, it has some thumbnails by Zack himself. Uh, then after that is uh, Early Bird. Early Bird is an upcoming children's comic that I am working on. We are revamping the art on a new edition. But anyway, it is basically, uh, think of it as a kind of Batman 66 style Uh, comic for kids so uh, that's coming out soon i'll probably keep saying that for a while just because you know the writing's currently being worked on and then the art will come in and eventually we'll end up publishing the new version uh but anyway after that uh, are we looking at uh, a
3: hold on i want to ask about early bird real quick yes yeah is this this is going to be like a fucking nationwide release or this is going to be on Amazon, or like, how, like what's the, what's the end game? What's the I end think game? I'm the
2: wrong person to ask on this. Um, okay, <laughs> My friend's the one who's doing the publishing type stuff, but okay, uh, as of right now, there's an early version that's available for sale on there. If you really want to get it, you can, it's just we're revamping it anyway, so there's really not much point.
3: Who's the MVP
2: uh, of this uh, these characters bro? I'm going to go with a monkey scientist. <laughs> Dr. Simpson. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Simpson bro. He's Simpson I loved it. That's he has right the you. voice of uh, <laughs> Peppa. <Yeah. laughs> Crow, Crow is a strong
3: second place bro. A raven. I don't raven. know. I like the, I like he's, the word. You
0: like the worm? Yeah, the, the worm. Yeah. The worm is
2: the villain because it's early bird versus the worm. <laughs> ah, see, that's why
0: I liked him. <laughs> early so... bird
3: versus the worm. <laughs> the
2: worm, You like the villain? The, the yeah. villains are on the right side yeah. of the screen. So for those who aren't able to see it on YouTube, we've got a worm, <laughs> as well as a white flamingo and uh, a sheep that's hypnotizing people with his eyes. So that's what oh, you know got he's got
3: the, the villain because he whitewashed the fl- the pink flamingo. Bird, so. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. that's just not right, man. <laughs> he's an album Did not of... these characters. Anyway, after this, <laughs> Doctor Chimpson, my personal Instagram, my personal Instagram is Ben one My cat's Instagram after that is Alfie Pennyworth Cat, uh, where you can check out my orange and white cat, my son, and if you also have a son who's a cat, then you can also get Whiskerbox or daughter who's a cat, you can get Whiskerbox for the, <laughs> uh, the only cat box for the crazy cat lady and gent. And if you don't have a cat but you also have a dog, then you can get. BarkBox, which is is on the next slide, where we are affiliates with them. You can check out our promo uh, link, uh, as we talked about in the promo, you probably heard about earlier in this episode, and you would get your first month off free, valued at $35. You can check out a lot of this stuff over at SuperheroStuffPod.com slash shop, which is in the next slide, where you can see all our different affiliates, BarkBox, (laughs) WhiskerBox, Whispered Bidets, you know, for your
3: honey, <laughs> we, we are in the bidet game, bro. <laughs> Slinging bidets, bro. I love
2: it. Uh, eBay, Amazon, all that good shit. So you can check that all out at superhero dot com. Enhance your collection as
0: well as uh, you know, help us out a little bit. Enhance and, your you toilet wa- experience. You can <laughs> yes, wash off too. your cat and dog's behinds in the whisper bidet. <laughs> in the whisper so that, bidet. We are not
3: we're, responsible for. We don't. Wanna, that, we so. don't. We don't endorse that officially. So, um, <laughs> no. We got we to gotta display joking. that for the
2: internet. For those two seconds, Zach was a guest and not a ghost.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's right. We got
3: to walk that one back real quick.
0: Oh, all right. All right. Over to you, Zach. Well, if you want to see more of my artwork and less of me talking, then you can go to ZacharyJacksonBrownArt.com. I feel like that's where I really thrive is you the shine. pictures and not the sound. So... um you can also follow me uh, on Instagram, TikTok. When well, you're doing and other YouTubes. people's
3: voices, you're all right, bro.
0: <laughs> That's true. I would say so. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, I sound like that other guy that they talked about last time. So uh, That's how uh, the or whatever There you go. I guess I sound like him. But Phil? you can, you can follow me on, like I said, TikTok, YouTube, and on Instagram. Just look up Zachary Jackson Brown Art, and you can see mm-hmm. more of the stuff that I make and uh, less of the stuff that I speak. Now. On to Robert. Where can people find oh, you? Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me and my work on Instagram at pymparticles. P Y M particles. Um, P-Y-M particles. <laughs> 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, that's figure it I'll out. Put my, uh, my awesome <laughs> action figure work. Um, yeah, I've mostly been doing a uh, you know a lot of Marvel and Star Wars stuff lately. That's just been kind of the niche I found myself in, but I do a little bit of everything. So, going over and check me out. Give me a follow.
3: You have a, a, a smog machine or whatever, a fog fog it's, machine. It's
4: yeah, it's a Halloween just fog machine. Uh, I usually cool. have to disconnect um the smoke alarm stuff when I line. use oh, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. And what yeah.
3: can I ask? What camera do you use?
4: Um, that is just the camera off my cell phone.
3: Oh, nice. Ain't that some shit? looks good. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
4: My wife even
0: said that. She used to use really nice cameras because she likes to do photography. And now she's like, there's no point. The camera like on your phone is better than most like digital cameras that I've had. So, yeah. Yeah. They look spectacular, uh, your photos. And like we talked about with your quick change, Bruce Wayne, last time, all your custom work is fantastic. Robert also made a a custom Crypt Keeper pop for me. One year that I, nice. I still love. He's with my Crypt collection, so yeah, give him a follow. Yeah. And uh, we will replace this uh, image with the one for Batman Forever, but uh, again, thank you guys for coming on and listening to our part two for Kenner's Batman Toy Line. The history of Kenner's Batman Toy Runs. And um, let's switch over real quick. Well, come on.
1: There we go. (laughs) Um, uh,
0: go. And again, thank you, Robert, for coming on and helping me out, uh, talking about all the Batman toys. I know this is a a big love for both of us. So um, I want you guys to do us a
4: favor.
2: (laughs) I want you to tell all your friends about us.
3: It's better when you guys do it. (laughs) Superhero Stuff You Should Know is part of the Greenlit Podcast Network.